Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. Oh, oh my God. To Neil, call 567-0560 toll free for David Broward or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Reed Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. It puts the lotion in the basket. You know, kids, everybody farts. It's no big deal. It's something natural. Your farts are made of five gases. Nitrogen, oxygen, carbon dioxide, nitrogen, methane. And everybody has to fart sometime, kids. That's why we should all sing this song. Bing, bing, some musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you eat. The more you eat, the better you feel. Eat your beans. Is that something new and exciting when I hit that? Can I try that one more time just to make sure? That uh, Try one more time. It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, just checking. Okay, I want to make sure that they heard it because uh, that gets us off to a great start. I'm, you know, I'm, before I say anything here today, I'm scrolling through this morning and I'm finding just perfect for the holidays because I want to play a lot of stuff that we don't ordinarily play every day or every week or like in a long time. And I found, I discovered something. We've never played this here, by the way. And it's sure a lot more entertaining than hearing these assholes. Oh, Danny this and Jimmy that and Jimmy this. Oh, God. Like I told you this morning, it's like that scene in A Clockwork Orange where they got him locked up in that room up in the uh, on, uh, upstairs. And the uh, Beethoven music is blasting and the speakers are bouncing off the walls. Danny this and Jimmy that and Jimmy and Daddy. And, oh, God. Like I said, this is a lot more entertaining, even if you may not like Well, Buffalo has a football team, the greatest in the land. And everybody thinks they're great, because they really are. The Buffalo Bills are the number one. See what I mean? So just sing along. When you say Miami. When you say Buffalo. And here's that. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. They're the greatest team in the history of the human race. They're Buffalo Bill. Are you sure? They're the greatest thing since sliced bread and canned beer. Yeah, there you go. And you and you jazz up that redneck stuff. You listen to that banjo. Holy sweet God, listen to that. When you say Buffalo Bills, it don't sound so rednecky, do it? Everybody sing along now. Are you Bill fans? Here we go. Well, the Buffalo Bills are the best team. They have the best record over the last five years. And they went to the Super Bowl four times, which is more than I can say for this uh, scum-sucking fish. And they're uh, the greatest, because they really like their uniforms. They sure as hell beat the heck out of having a fish on the helmet, because they're the Buffalo Bills. The best football team, what I ever seen in the history of my life. They are the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. The home of Jim Kelly, the greatest quarterback in the league. Yeah, everybody, the Buffalo Bills. They're the Buffalo Bills. And they've been around longer than the stinking rotten fish. Well, they're the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. What would you rather have as a pet, a buffalo or a fish? Yes, that's that's the buffalo. What is a Buffalo Bill? Bill's fight song. Well, that's what he was going to say, but whoever put that in the DCS chopped it off. I can't imagine who that might have been, Robert. But at any rate, uh, we did the best we can. Nice going there, Phil. Are you sure? Positive. So anyway, let's see. The QAM van today is going to be out at the uh, Pizza Loft Plaza. 
Is he going to be setting up like right in the plaza there, right behind Pier 1 Imports? That would be good. There's lots of parking there. Maybe we'll get Jeff a few extra customers for lunch today. Raised $2,100 in Coral Springs yesterday. Oh! All right, let's hear it for Coral Springs, baby. They'd be the best up there. So we'll see if we can outdo that. 88096 bucks plus uh, whatever. Maybe Carol will call you one of these days from Center One. Huh? You think she might call? Because our fax machine, it's working on the uh, outgoing, but on the ingoing, we got some kind of a problem here. Because the construction goes on and on and on it goes, and where it stops, nobody knows. And as a result, they're diddling around in here, and the phone company may have done this, and they may have done that, and et cetera, and so on. So I don't think we can get any faxes. But maybe Carol will actually call you, like, sometime this week, and we'll get up to date, like, from last week. Because I'm positive we're over 90 grand right now. Which doesn't mean that people should, like, slack off and stop helping us out, because we want to make sure we get over that 100 grand total. Got the big game tonight, baby. We got, uh, oh, and speaking of that, I know Hank's not on today. Because, what, what, what is the reason for that? Is he just taking a day off, or is it because it's got something to do with Hanukkah, because it's right in the middle of it? Luke Shambi will be here at 2 o'clock. Then we got Kimba at 6. We got the Panthers pregame at 7. The Panthers and the Penguins at uh, 7.30 tonight. I'm driving home yesterday, and I heard Hank say that I was wrong about the Edgar Renteria thing. And Hank usually has got the inside information. And it wouldn't be the first time that I was wrong, like when we got sucked in by Paul Harvey Jr., on uh, the John Henry deal, which, by the way, John Henry did buy the uh, uh, Marlins. They, they were a little bit uh, premature evaluation, but nevertheless, we got sucked in on that deal. But uh, interestingly enough, all the other columnists that you read, even the unctuous Greg Kotex in the Herald this morning, basically are saying the same thing that I did. And that even if they did get a couple of real good prospects, and even if the deal was made because Edgar Renneria was a bad guy, and he didn't show up at the Hall Christmas party, or whatever the reason was, he wasn't great in the clubhouse, it still smells of the same thing, okay? It's still the same smell of a rotting fish, as in rotting marlin, rotting whatever kind of fish you want to put in, uh, fill in the blank. And the fans, whatever uh, number may be left, are going to just say, oh, we're not buying into this, okay? Because this is, it's, it's like a cleansing experience. Let's get rid of everybody who might have been on that championship team two years ago and really piss off the fans and make up a good story and a song and a dance. And I'm afraid that Hank uh, got, you know, sucked into the uh, propaganda on that. And as long as I'm uh, responding to some of the stuff that was said yesterday, no, they're not. The uh, Panthers are not having a suffering from poor attendance. In fact, we do have 2,000 unsold seats for tonight's game, but nevertheless, we've been averaging well over 17,000 a game for the home games. Any other joint holds over 19,000, but when you're averaging over 17,000, how many did they have in Pittsburgh last night for the Penguins? 3-2 overtime went against Tampa Bay. They had 11,000 and some odd in the Civic Area, in the Igloo in Pittsburgh, where they're like desperate for cash, where every empty seat is like a stake through the heart of that franchise. So it's not the problem of the attendance, but the guy that called in yesterday in Hank's show was absolutely correct. There, there's no passion. They get up and they leave, and then I find out they were leaving in the fourth quarter of the football game on Sunday night? In that pivotal Jets game that everybody was on their hands and knees and waiting with their tongues down to their puppets, waiting for weeks for that event? With like uh, two minutes left in the game, they were still in it, and they were like, uh, it was 14 to 10, they made that miraculous comeback. And were it not for that fumble running for the touchdown, if they wouldn't have tried to get off that play before the two-minute warning, who knows what would have happened. And there were thousands of people leaving and evacuating like they had a bomb scare at PB Park in the fourth quarter. See, that's just the way the so-called fans are in this town. There's no real passion. They talk a good game. At least the football fans talk a good game. The hockey fans, they don't even talk a good They don't talk any game because they don't have any material to talk about because they don't even know the names. As soon as the bees are left, that was basically it. They don't know the names of anybody. We do know Dean, because oh. I heard him this morning. How you doing, Dean? Oh. He's, he's okay in our book. Keep him healthy, okay? Keep giving him those Viagra pills and keep him in shape, because we need Dino badly. But other than that, other than Dino and Ray Whitney, we got real Soros, baby. 
So we got that big game coming up 7.30 tonight. I'm sure that there will be some people there, maybe even some people bring by some checks for Center One. I'll be there in my usual seat, Section 101. I'll be sitting there waiting for your cash and checks and whatever else you got, money orders. And in the meantime, all of a sudden, and all these years, haven't I been telling you, and they laughed at me, they laughed, oh, he's, he's really funny, that Neil, you know, but he sure exaggerates. The threat of a bloodless coup by the right wing, by these farbison, by these maniac right wing uh, lunatics in this country. You could smell it coming. You could smell it. That's right. And all of a sudden, just after the November elections, when everybody thought this impeachment thing didn't have a Chinaman's chance in hell, and it was going away, and they got the message, and uh, did they get the message? No. Of course not. All of a sudden, somebody decided, hey, guess what? We got the votes, baby. And while we still got the votes in this uh, Congress right now, before the new year, let's rush this thing through there, and let's everybody put on these phony speeches. And proof in the pudding being that E. Clay Shaw office yesterday and the last couple of days inundated with phone calls, over a thousand phone calls, emails, and faxes yesterday. And you know what? And the overwhelming majority, by the way, against impeachment. But Shaw announced yesterday he plans to vote in favor of impeachment, like most of his colleagues. So in other words, they don't really care what you think or how many parades you hold or how many demonstrations or how many phone calls or how many faxes or how many emails. Because just coincidentally, all at the same time, as if there was some new information that we just learned, which we did not during any of the uh, House Judiciary Committee hearings, there was no information whatsoever that was new. But all of a sudden, they just got this great revelation that the perjury constitutes an impeachable offense, and they're going to vote to impeach, and they're going to throw it over to the Senate, and they're going to drag us through months of this bullcrap. And now, of course, we're even in limbo. They're waiting for Ramadan this Sunday in over there, the Arabs. So if we're going to bomb Saddam... You know, we'd have to do it before Sunday, or otherwise we'd piss off all the other Arab countries. But in the meantime, if we do that, then they're going to say, aha, look at this, right on the eve of impeachment right now, here we go, it's another uh, diversionary tactic by El Presidente. So basically, they're going to tie the hands of the whole goddamn government in every respect for months now, in spite of what the people think. They don't give a crap what you think, because they're a bunch of fascist lunatics, and they are uh, taking over the whole goddamn country. So I'd get down to the passport office if I were you today. Ten minutes after ten at five sixty WQ. Oh God, Neil! That Monica is too many hip big fat bones. Don't wanna hear about her no more. I'm fed up with the media blitz. We know everything about the bitch. We need to know. I don't want to see that smelly hoe. 300 pounds of pasty pumps. Stop hoisting that bitch on us. Everybody's had enough of that big fat nose. I don't really care about who she blows. What else can you say? We hear about it every day. Just make the bitch go away. That big fat nose. Bring up with that nose. Don't want to hear a voice squeal about her book and her movie deal. She's just a soul. 
Yeah, they love the country. They were false sense of security. Everybody who kind of went uh, in the holiday mood and are busy with their Hanukkah and with their Christmas and with their New Year's and with their parties and with their Thanksgiving in between. And all of a sudden, when everybody was uh, kind of like uh, nodding off, saying, okay, we did the election thing, a few people actually went out and voted. They shocked the crap out of people. They got rid of Al D'Amato and a bunch of other Nazis. And uh, guess what? Did it work? No, no. No. And just from nowhere, all of a sudden, and like I said, it doesn't make any difference. I could sit here and give out fax numbers and phone numbers and talk about that big demonstration they're having in Fort Lauderdale tonight. And what's the point? You have to look beyond that because it's very obvious. They don't care what you people think. They don't care what anybody thinks. And they have just miraculously, in spite of all that testimony by all of those constitutional scholars who said there wasn't a lawyer in America who would prosecute this perjury case, but all of a sudden they've come to the same conclusion that this is an impeachable offense. It rises to that level of high crimes and misdemeanors that the Founding Fathers had in mind, which clearly it does not, especially when you look at the context of it, what it has to do with. See, this is what the right wing is famous for. If they can't catch on anything else, it's always a sex thing, because you can get almost anybody in this country, men especially, on a sex thing. There you go. So if we couldn't get them on Filegate, we couldn't get them on Whitewater, they couldn't get them on Travelgate, they couldn't get them on Bubbagate, they couldn't get them on anything else. On the Pearly Gates. But, oh, we got that sexting, baby, so let's run with that. You know, and, and this business about, he said in Israel the other day, that he didn't commit perjury. You know, he said that he misled the people. Now, what do they want? How many different ways does this man have to apologize? Would they like to have a Jimmy Swaggart, a tearful, uh, uh -huh. they want to get him on his hands and knees in front of the Congress there and do one of those Jimmy Swaggart deals full with a hanky and a whole bit and the tears flowing? This man has apologized. Of course he was lying about his sexual peccadillos. And of course this bitch you know, all of a sudden changed her tune. There's this crazy bitch who admittedly went there with her presidential knee pads and dressed provocatively, who was leading him on and got what she was looking for, at least in part. But then when all of a sudden she realized that he wasn't going to leave Hillary and sweep her off her feet and take her off to uh, Disneyland or wherever it was going to be, all of a sudden the whole goddamn government comes crumbling down because of some crazy bitch and her two conspirators in crime, Lucian Goldberg and Linda Tripp, of course, and all her illegally uh, done uh, recordings, tape recordings. And the, and the media, of course, dutifully keeps reporting all of this stuff as if, as if it makes sense, which it does not. It's as if we have convenient Alzheimer's again, and we're supposed to forget all the hours and hours and days and weeks over the last 12 months now that we've been treated to, like we didn't hear any of that. Just like these moderate Republicans, they call them. They're just the Nazis in drag, that's all. They're just manipulated and owned, lock, stock, and barrel by the radical right wing of the Republican Party. Just like they learned something new from these hearings. There wasn't anything new there. It was the same story that was concocted before back in January when he said I held up the finger, I did not have sex, I, blah, 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 I didn't have sexual relations. All, all on down the line. To cover up a few blowjobs in the White House. That's what we're talking about. And this constitutes an impeachable offense. And, oh, well, he can't be above this. See, what you don't understand, if the president could go out and if he were driving a car, which presidents don't drive cars, but if he were, he could, like, uh, you know, do a drunk driving routine and uh, be, be uh, accused of manslaughter, that would not be an impeachable offense. He could get in his car and go out and kill somebody, and it would not be an impeachable offense. It would be a crime, but not an impeachable offense. Not a crime against the government. And all of these people putting on this big act, and that's all it is, man. They should get, like, Academy Awards for each one of these guys. 
putting on this big song to dance like they're really concerned about the uh, implications of the Constitution and upholding the law. Bullcrap. Horsecrap. In addition to which, the Paula Jones case has been settled. It was already thrown out of court. It was settled before the appeal could be heard. And then that's it. It's over with. It's history. And there wasn't a single shred of evidence, by the way, in that case, that there was any uh, anything done to this bitch that prevented her from, the, as far as job discrimination, it didn't exist. Sexual harassment, she didn't get flowers on secretaries there, whatever it was. That was her version of, of sexual harassment. So we got a, some bitch that's pissed off because she had a big nose and she didn't get flowers on Secretary's Day. And we got some other bitch uh, with her presidential knee pads who weighs 600 pounds now who went there and uh, gave a few blowjobs. And that's what we're going to bring the government down about? That's the best they could do with their 50 or $60 million that they spent? And they still can't convince the majority of the people that this uh, is legitimate. And they're still going to go ahead and do it tomorrow and Friday. So it's very obvious to me that you can make all the goddamn phone calls and send the telegrams and the emails and you can demonstrate and you can march and you can protest and they still don't care. So that should tell you right there what this is all about. They know better than you do. They know better than all the American people what you do. They know better than all those constitutional scholars that they had testified before them the last two weeks. They know better than them. And all these baloney, these guys that come under, oh, this is the most gut-wrenching, difficult decision of my life. I dread the day. But I mean, oh, give me a break already, okay? 20 years for overacting for some of these guys. The most difficult day of their freaking lives. The worst example of partisan politics and the country and the economy and the world can be damned is basically what they're saying to us. A disgrace. And like I said, they caught, every, they caught the whole country uh, sleeping, sleeping at the switch. And isn't it interesting that, they, that there was such a big hurry now, such an urgency, that they couldn't wait to carry over into the next Congress where the Democrats have five more seats? Because that might be too close. They just might not be able to sneak it through there. Here's a lady in Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, Neil. Um, this is Sally. Uh, yes, just, Sally. Yeah, uh, you're inspiring. Um, just uh, really, you're, you're you're right on target. Oh, thank God, there's someone like you that sees the reality. And I have an article I want to read to you. I'm, oh I'm no, sure. I don't want you to read me an article, Sally. It's about John Glenn. No, uh-uh. I won't read. I'll just tell you that uh, uh, they send him out there for patriotic and oh, hooray, 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 and for nothing. Yeah. Uh, and they, the what money. does that have to do with anything, Sally? We already know that. No, well, it has to do we with something. We wanted to find out if an old fart no, no, could no, have a good no. movement in Yeah, the fart out in space. But uh-huh. what it has to do is they don't ask the public what they want. They just go ahead and do it. Okay, Sally. Well, listen, you have a great life and say hi to uh, Senator Glenn. Open line in Broward, all three in Dade. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here on a great Wednesday. Is it a great day for the Irish? No. For the Jewish? No. For the Glam? No. No. Embarrassing showdown. Oh, look at this! Replacing, investigating the president. Now it's showdown with Iraq that they have on CNN. How can there be a showdown? And see, do we feel that just maybe Saddam knows that he's got uh, this country over a barrel now? Uh-huh. Huh? That maybe he just realizes that uh, it's a it's a uh, total totally impossible situation. Remember a couple of months ago when they were going to go over there and bomb the crap out of them, and they were already accusing, pointing the finger, aha, this is all politically motivated, you're trying to obfuscate, you're trying to divert attention. 
So you can imagine now on the eve of the impeachment vote in the House, they got their hands tied, they got them bound and gagged, they've got your whole government taken hostage by right-wing lunatics who hate Bill Clinton like poison, just like most of the people in the media, by the way, hate him like poison, like Sam Donaldson and Kooky Roberts. And that goddamn Frank Sesno there on CNN, who the hell is he for? I remember that night that they had that town hall meeting many, many months ago when we were first being treated all of this bullcrap day after day, night after night. And he was talking about, well, when all the details started coming out, that's when it really was disgusting. Yeah, Frank Sesno, I wonder who he's been doing, okay? I wonder who's been doing him. I wonder how many illicit affairs he's had. Another sanctimonious, phony hypocrite in the media. It was disgusting. He was actually getting blowjobs. He was having phone sex. She was touching his penis. Oh, my God. They said that Andrew Johnson, by the way, used to have a harem in the White House. Not just one or two bimbos. He used to have a harem in there, which isn't why he was impeached, by the way. But, but nevertheless, just we add that in there as a little extra footnote to American history along with Thomas Jefferson and the slaves, and FDR and his mistress, and Eisenhower and his girlfriend, and Nixon and his Chinese girlfriend, and George Bush and it, and on and on and on and on it went. And Kennedy, of course, I mean, Kennedy's in, in a whole different league. They were the experts. They brought, it to a, they brought it to a new level. They perfected screwing around in the White House. Orgies at the pool. Every time Jackie went out of town. Did anybody care about it? No. Did anybody report it? No. Sure, there were people that knew about it, but they had the common sense that this is nobody's goddamn business. It has nothing to do with running the affairs of government. But sanctimonious hypocrites like Mary Bono and Dan Coates and Henry Hyde and all these other fakers who've been screwing everything that moves, they're sitting there making judgments. He lied. He covered up this illicit affair with this young intern, and we're supposed to be just as outraged and indignant as they are. Very sad day, boys and girls, and like I said, I'd be uh, lined up at the passport office if I were you. If you want to do the smart thing, that's where I'd be lined up this morning right now. I wouldn't be lined up to be sending telegrams to Washington because it's obvious they're not going to listen. 26 after 10 at 560 WQM. You You're a bastard. WQM. This is unbelievable. Here's some good news, finally, in the midst of all of this. Our center one total, like, right up to date, although I think we have a little more in the envelope in there beside us. You're not, you're going to, like, fall off the chair when you hear this. 95,499 bucks. Oh! Woo! 
Did we set a fire under these bastards uh -huh. or what? Huh? Ninety five thousand four ninety nine. I wonder what Buddy Nevins thinks about that, huh? Oi! We're gonna make that hundred grand and plenty more than that. So thank you very much. But uh, keep, they'll be out there in just a few minutes at the Pizza Law Plaza, by the way, out there, right behind Pier One Points on University Drive. And yes, they will have five pair of tickets for the big boxing extravaganza at the War Memorial the Memorial Auditorium for the first five people that buy two discs. Yeah. The Don King Production World Championship boxing. Boxing crap. Boxing crap. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you said. Pizza Loft there on the University Drive, 3514, right beyond Pier 1 Imports. they got that huge uh, parking lot right near Sadie's Buffet. Oi! Right. Two open lines in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a lady in New York. Hello. 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 Yes, ma'am. The thing that surprises me the very most about all this is how anybody would think he wouldn't lie about ha having sex with an intern. Of course. I mean... With anybody. What, it wouldn't make man? any difference whether she was an intern or not. I mean, uh, any married man under similar circumstances is going to do the best. People get together. They concoct stories. They try to make sure their stories are together. And uh, ordinarily, they don't have one party being, uh, you know, conversations being taped over the telephone like Linda Tripp was doing. Of course. And I hope that she sees some jail time for that because... That's absolutely ridiculous. And we don't hear any more about that, you'll notice. That's, I, that's all in the background. That all fades into the woodwork. Yeah, right. Like, it's no big deal that right. she illegally wiretapped this right. poor girl. And, you know, I'd like them to ask all the other guys in Congress. I'd like them to go around and ask each one of them to air out their dirty laundry, because, you know, none of those guys... No, the, the, only, the only time that they ever do, including guys like Barney Frank and, uh, and Henry Hyde, is when they're discovered, and when they're out, when their exploits are outed by the media or somebody else, then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, well, I did it, but it was a long time ago, and I never stole a freight train, and then life goes on. Right, like, like the one who had the illegitimate child, but, oh, it's Dan okay, Coates, I, right. Care for, right. I, I took care of him, so it's okay. And he's one of the most fanatical... Uh, he was the one that called the president a scumbag, by the way, and then we find out that he had an illegitimate kid. It's absolutely ridiculous, and I just I can't stand to hear any more about it. I well, mean, but I guess I'm going to have to. Get out of that passport office. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing. Yes, ma'am. Um, I keep trying to go to neil.com, neilguide.com. No, neilrogers.com. Neil that one's Rod three. Oh, okay. Com. okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Bye. How do you like that? There's a young lady in New York City for crying out loud. Oh! She cares enough to send her very best. She's fired up and pissed off. Are the people in this town fired up and pissed off? No. Is Clay Shea, uh, Shaw paying any attention to your, uh, what you call? No. Is Ileana Gross-Leighton paying any attention? No. These Farbissa Goyam? No, they're not. Because now they, did, they just said, they said, guess what? We got these votes, baby. We still got time. Until January, we still got time. We still, uh, you know, have the numbers. And we don't give a crap what we do to this country. We don't care how many months it takes. We don't care how much lewd and lurid testimony William, uh, the Nazi Rehnquist, has to preside over there at Senate impeachment hearings. We don't care about that. Because these people evidently are stupid enough to believe that they're going to benefit from this. Is there anybody that stupid? Uh, no! Of course not. But they really believe that. And then, of course, they, the line is, well, we can't be concerned about the political impact because uh, we have to do what we've sworn to uphold the Constitution. Is there anybody, even the most fanatical right winger who really believes that? No. Of course not. They've sworn to uphold the Constitution. Like everybody has said, if the man is, uh, has committed perjury in a civil trial, then after he finishes the next two years, then take him to court. Bring an indictment against him for perjury, okay? 
but don't drag the whole goddamn country through six more months of this. I don't think I, you know, emotionally and mentally, I can't deal with it. I just can't stand it. I'm going to be sitting and watching cartoons. Uh, anything. Old reruns of Knott's Landing, something. Because one thing about this, in between MSNBC and CNBC and CNN... It puts the lotion in the basket. Exactly. It's enough to drive you crazy. I look in the mirror this morning to shave, and I thought I saw Buffalo Bill in the goddamn mirror saying... It puts the lotion in the basket. Right. That's what I thought I was saying to myself. Oh, God help us. Oh, God. Help us. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, what you're saying about the constitutionality of this is exactly what Peter Rodino said this morning. I saw him, yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, you know, I, I think it was very clear that these people have no authority to do what they're doing. They're trying to take over the government by coup when they couldn't do it by election. And uh, we have to do something about it. But our representatives don't listen because we give them a free ride. Both mm -hmm. the people you mentioned, Shaw and Leighton, uh, had no opposition this year. Right. Uh, you know, if people really care, and I don't think anybody does, but if people really care, they should get out next time and run candidates against these people. I agree. I agree. In fact, people should be making a list and checking it twice to see who's naughty and nice. It's that time of the year. They ought to be making their list right now. See, they figure if they do it right now, right on the heels of this last midterm election, that by the time the next election comes around, it's two years away. People no have one forgotten. A lot of other things will ha happen between now and then. That's not going to happen. They're committing political suicide. This is basically the end of one of the two major political parties. They're self-destructing. I, I think you're right, but I think these people are so ide ideological that they don't care. They're just out to do what they have to do. Uh, they want to destroy this man. Just over some sex. Terrific. Okay. So thank well, you, thank God. Thank God all of them are holier than he is. Thank God for that. That none of them are doing any uh, hanky-panky out there. Right, Mary? <laughs> Mary Bono? Bonehead? Open line at Dade 1 at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. By the way, don't waste your money buying the book Open Secret, Gay Hollywood, 1928 to 1998 by David Ehrenstein, which I wasted the money over the weekend and bought this book. But there is one paragraph that I'm going to read that I think you'll find interesting about Barry Diller, by the way. Oh, yeah, Barry Diller. And I don't have my check from Whammy this week, by the way, speaking of Barry Diller. That damn faggot. I can't stand him. 21 before 11 at 560 WQM. I want to tell you about something right now. In fact, I saw a thing. I just caught the ass end. I believe it was on Today's Show this morning, which I never watched. I was doing my channel surfing, and they had a guy with a whole stack of uh, Ben & Jerry's ice cream. Oh, no, it was on the local uh, cut-in on Channel 4, I believe it was. And I was wondering, what the hell was that all about? Because I see Ben and Jerry's ice cream on there, and I start hyperventilating. And you will, too. Once you have your first taste of Ben and Jerry's fish food, you will know that you've just discovered what life is really all about. Your taste buds will be doing a Kazatsky. Even the Goyams say, my taste buds are doing a Kazatsky. That's right, when they try fish food. The greatest ice cream, the greatest thing maybe you've ever put in your mouth, and that's covering a lot of territory, I'm sure. Chocolate ice cream with gooey caramel marshmallow loaded with those little chocolate pieces shaped just like fish. And then the fish sticks to tie you over in between pints of fish food. This is fish food on a stick covered in thick, dark, rich chocolate. And, of course, all of Ben & Jerry's flavors are legendary because they're all great. Not just your ordinary, boring pedestrian ice cream flavors, but flavors like Cherry Garcia, Chocolate Cherry Garcia, New York Super Fudge Chunk, Chubby Hubby, Chunky Monkey, Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough, Dastardly Mass, 
and Heath Bar Crunch that'll just uh, drive you nuts. Ben and Jerry's is more than just ice cream. It's a terminal addiction. It might kill you, but you'll have a big smile on your face. Pick up 20 or 30 pints at your favorite uh, supermarket, convenience store, at your gas station, like your mobile station's loaded with them, or visit the two Ben and Jerry's scoop shops in town, one in the Aventura Mall between Bloomingdale's and the AMC Theaters, and one on Miami Beach at 760 Ocean Drive. There's nothing in the world like sticking Ben and Jerry's in your puss. Liberty Parachuba. You're a political whore. You're a political whore. When people ask me who, I would like to prove. Now that I'm a political whore. You're a political whore. I tell them right away, I'd like a one-night stay up in the white. Behind closed doors, I wanna be silly girl. I wanna be silly girl with my legs waving in the breeze. Cause if I was silly girl, if I was silly girl, I could be a piece of history. And if he won't have me, then I'll have Hillary. But I would rather make it all three. I wanna be silly girl. I wanna be silly girl with my legs waving in the breeze. She's a piece of something. 1035 at 560 WQAM. One fat, neurotic uh, Jewish bitch, one uh, Jeff, brings down the American government. How do you like that? Two open lines in Dade County. See, why can't these people get serious for once in their lives? It puts the lotion in the bath. You know what I'm saying? These people that are obsessed with stupid crap like, uh, you know, Danny Marino and Jimmy Johnson and they lost the game. Why can't they get serious for once in their lives? It puts the lotion in the basket. Here's uh, Hollywood. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Great. Um, you know what? Mom what? Winsky, she, uh, yeah, she's a little Jewish whore, but you know what? The problem is Linda Tripp, that fat bitch. You know what she said about uh, Chelsea, Clinton's daughter? She said that she was disgusting, couldn't get a date. Yeah, well, where, 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 where was she wrong? Who the so hell far? is she to talk? Yeah, that's true. Who the hell? That, I, she was on uh, MSNBC. I oh, what a surprise that is, uh-huh. Well, yeah, I, I can't, I'm so sick of Geraldo. I, I can't stand that guy. But anyways, uh, you know, Linda Tripp, who the hell is she to talk? I want someone to really get in her face and just curse her out. Someone has the power to do it, I can't. Yeah, but who would get that close? You talk about getting in her puss? Who would get that close? Oh, I, I have no idea, but, uh, you know, I, I just can't stand her. You know, she's a real, real piece of trash, and she has no right to talk about Chelsea Clinton. Poor girl, you know. She's Poor not, Chelsea, yeah. I mean, you know, she's not, <laughs> she's not the best. Poor Chelsea, looking. I mean, just because Hillary used to wear her hair like that, why does Chelsea have to do it? I have no idea. Well, Chelsea's got her own problems, but you know what? Don't bring the daughter in this. Yeah, have some respect. That's right. Next thing, they'll be, and we'll just turn it around. We'll start picking on Linda's son. 
Yeah, well, not, you know, don't get the hell the kids. You know, that Linda Tripp, that fat whore. Who the hell is she waving her fingers around? Linda Tripp's a fat Linda Tripp's a fat Linda Tripp's a fat Linda Tripp's a fat Right. She looks like a guy. She's seven feet wide. She makes me want to gush right. A chick with a dick. With two smelly chins. A bloated and ugly fat dick. She wants the media to stop abusing and ripping her in ass with songs like this. But we find that amusing from that self-promoting ugly bitch. How much were you paid? How much were you paid? For Monica's day. For Monica's day. By Richard C. Melinsky. I wake you all with leaving alone. I'm just like everyone of you out there. I'm a human being, damn it. Leave me alone, don't bother me. Just who do you think you're fooling? You fat, obnoxious, ugly, smelly pig. You're really not drugs in a dress. That's like when uh, El Presidente, when Bubba was over there in the Middle East this weekend, or this a uh, couple of days ago, and people are like, uh, what is this? We don't understand this. We're trying to avoid bloodshed, and uh, war is popping up all over the goddamn world, more of them, you know? And in the meantime, they're worried about uh, this. Th this is like a thing out of a soap opera, is what it's uh, all about. That's exactly what it's like. It's like a whole thing out of a soap opera, with, with the phone sex, and with the tapping of the phone, the illegal uh, uh, tape recordings, and all the other baloney. And Lucien Goldberg pl uh, put the idea in this one's mind. And Ken Starr and illegally, you know, they went and they, uh, they talked to... Uh, it just all the illegal stuff that was done, all the leaks that were done. Is there anybody in the media talking about those things? No. no. Nobody cares about any of that. We have all this righteous indignation now, man. Every Republican politician practically to right down to the last man and woman and even that stupid Mary Bono, whichever category she fits in. They are righteously indignant. They have to protect the Constitution. It, it's, it's, it's like a bad dream. It's like the whole country is being dragged through a nightmare. Happy holidays from your government, by the way. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. The worst Congress in the history of the United States, bar none. There's not even a contest. And isn't it interesting, you know, they've been, they've been pushing Janet Reno, we have to have another independent council to investigate campaign finance abuses, and... These are the same Republicans, by the way. Every time it comes up for voting in Congress, they vote no. on campaign finance reform. Every single time it comes up, they kill it. Who the hell are they kidding? And then, of course, they discovered that Dole was just as guilty of taking, uh, you know, dirty money uh, as Clinton was. So let's, uh, you know, they just decided to throw that all down the toilet. But these people that are coming on there and speaking on these cameras and the news people just let them off the hook. This is the sad part. 
and they come on as if we're supposed to believe that they're they're just they're wringing their hands and they're going through all of this traumatic self uh, examination and internal uh, gut wrenching and they wish they never had to approach this day. And in the meantime, they're not going to have any difficulty whatsoever when they ask for their vote on Friday morning or Thursday afternoon. Uh-huh. That's what they're going to say. Impeach his ass. We hate him like poison. Why don't they just say that? Wouldn't, wouldn't it be a lot better, at least, if they were just honest and say, we hate the son of a bitch, we're going to get his ass out no matter what it takes. We tried every other goddamn thing and it didn't work. Now we've got enough votes to do this, let's, uh, let's give it a shot. Right? Like, like uh, Robert Duvall in Network. Remember he was talking about how it was a, a, a uh, whore network? What do we got to lose? Let's give it a shot. Put some crazy bastard on there yelling a bullcrap. Let's give it a shot. And that's what they're saying. Let's send it to the Senate. Even like that Joseph Lieberman, who's a Democrat, my, like my little dog is a Democrat. One day he's an independent, that he's a Democrat. Joe Lieberman from Connecticut, he's on there yesterday saying, well, you know, if it does go to the full Senate, there's, never, there's no way to know what's really going to happen. And that's what they're counting on. They're counting on creating this new tidal wave. Even though there's new, no new evidence, even though we know that he lied, uh, what the polls are saying, like 85, 90% of the people said, yeah, he committed perjury, he lied, we still don't care. Because we know what it was about, and it had nothing to do with the government, nothing to do with anything. Except getting a couple of blowjobs and not wanting to uh, fess up to it. This is embarrassing. This, this, this really is. I'm embarrassed to live in this country. I really am. Where people are more concerned about goddamn football games than, uh, than the future of the whole goddamn world. They don't care. Their priorities are ass backwards. Thank God the audience on this station doesn't have that kind of problem. <laughs> Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I'm uh, Mr. Rogers. Yes, uh, yes I am. Uh, respectfully, I, I just disagree with you. I, I think that the really sad thing throughout this whole uh, mess is the fact that uh, people really don't think that lying under oath um, is significant anymore, and, and that the president of the United States can do it with impunity because no, he can't do it. No, he can't do it with impunity. And like I said before, if they want to, if they want to, uh, you know, indict him when he uh, leaves office, but to suggest that it's an impeachable offense, which has only to do with crimes against the government. Well, there's a thing called the statute of limitations, you know. When he gets out of office, and the statute, not, the, the statute of limitations is how many years? I'm not sure. Uh, for perjury, I'm not really sure. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But I think. The then why would you bring that up? Has anybody else brought that up? I don't think so. Nobody. You better. You better suggest that nobody well, else you, has you used bet, that you, one. You bet your ass. The president's uh, lawyers will bring it up after he gets out of office. Yeah. Uh, it might be something interesting to discuss right now. But, but on the, I think on the, on the grand scale of things, uh, the sad part is that that nobody. <laughs> Nobody really gives a damn about lying under oath, uh, and, and it's just an insignificant sort of thing. And when the President of the United States does it, and I don't care uh, if it's uh, because of uh, Monica Lewinsky or the, the Chinese gift of $50,000 mm-hmm. or the selling, of the, the selling of the software for the missiles, or right, whatever right. it is, yeah, uh-huh. whatever it is. You know, uh, if a person lies under oath, that's well, well, what is that? What does any of the other things you just mentioned have to do with these articles of impeachment? Well, nothing. I'm just saying that, that, that the most significant thing you could lie under oath about uh, would be something involving national security. The least significant. Right. That's it. Then that would and be the an, least that, that's correct. That would be an impeachable offense. And lying, the least, and the least lying about getting a few a few blowjobs, sir, is not an impeachable offense. Okay. And it's obvious where this guy's coming from. And you know, you belong right up there in the Congress with the rest of these uh, lunatics. Okay. Because you, no matter what anybody would say to you, you've already made up your mind. It's just like when we're sitting there allegedly listening to the defense being uh, the, the, the president's defenders, his attorneys, uh, doing their thing. They weren't paying any attention. They'd already drafted the goddamn four articles of impeachment. They'd already made up their mind. 
So all of this horse crap about, well, they're wringing their hands and they're waiting till right, right before the vote. Bull crap. This is a political thing. There's like a gun to these people's heads. There's a political gun right at their head. And this guy's giving me a song and a dance about, well, lying. And, of course, we know that Reagan never lied to us about Iran-Contra, and Bush never lied to us about that, and uh, nobody ever lies to us about anything. This, you see, the, it's too late for a good civics lesson. And most of the American public, even in spite of the fact that they agree he shouldn't be impeached, they have no clue what impeachment's really all about or what it was intended for. When the president was elected the first time, a lot of people knew. Millions of people knew that he was a philanderer. And certainly when he was elected the second time, they knew that he lied flat out about Jennifer Flowers, that he was a philanderer, a womanizer. They didn't care. And they still don't care. Which is at least a good sign that the majority of the American people are a lot more adult and mature than the people in the Congress. Although with most of, most of these assholes in the Congress, it's just being used as an excuse because most of them are philanderers anyway. Of course, who would touch Ileana Gross-Layton when you come right down to it? I don't want to mention anything about Dexter. Four minutes before 11 at 560 WQAM. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It is so hard. All right, Kevin, it's your turn. Why don't you stand up in front of the class now and give us your report? Uh-uh. Kevin. No way. Kevin, stand up. Are you a teenage boy who has recently realized that at the drop of a hat, you seem to pop wood? Uh, I've got like a stiff back or something. Are you sure that's what's stiff? <laughs> Embarrassing, isn't it? Well, suffer no more. We at the Theft Corporation have stolen an idea from a popular deodorant and modified it to remedy your situation. The product, DeGrow, a body heat activated penal spray. Just a couple squirts of DeGrow in the morning. And the moment the blood starts to rush, DeGrow kicks in and stops the impulse. Warning, do not use DeGrow on weekend nights or at the prompt. Results could devastate your social life. Use only when erected. Thank you. It's 11 o'clock, 560 WQM. Uh, the bookster will be along for Hank this afternoon between 2 and, two, uh, two and 6, 2 and 2. And then we got uh, Kimba for uh, an hour, 6 o'clock, because we got the Panthers and the Penguins tonight oh! at the Mac Arena. So here's our total right up to the minute uh, number for center one. This is a miracle, and we couldn't have done it without, oh, God. without my going crazy about this. And they responded. How do you like that? If only the members of Congress would respond uh, this way when people scream and holler and yell and call. And uh, 97621 bucks as I speak right now. Oh! I wouldn't be surprised, especially with, uh, now who's out there, Chris and Lou? Chris and Chris Sam, and whoever. Chris and somebody out there at the uh, Pizza Loft Plaza on University Drive in Davie. They're right between uh, Nations Bank and Pier One Imports with the uh, QAM van, which you can't miss, with all of our best in the LCDs and stuff. And they got those free dolphin T-shirts and whatever else they got. Boxing tickets. Boxing tickets. So by the end of the uh, day today, we should be very close to 100 grand, and certainly sometime tomorrow, we're going to go over 100 grand. In spite of Buddy Nevin, in spite of everybody else, and we won't ask anybody to build any monuments, any statues, any uh, fountains, or anything else. Nice job. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, I, you touched on it a little bit there. The president should have said that uh, when he testified that he couldn't remember if he had sex with him, with uh, Lewinsky. To work for Reagan, didn't it? Uh -huh. Contra. He should have, he should have uh, invoked his CA, his convenient Alzheimer's. Yeah, it's, it seems to me like it doesn't matter who's in office. Like the other party is always trying to get him out, regardless. Yeah, well, they've been trying to get Clinton out since the first day they put his ass in there. Yeah. All right, Neil. Keep up the good work. Okay. Happy uh, whatever. Happy uh, passport hunting. 
We have an open line in Broward 2 and Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. My favorite moment of all those hearings was when they finally finished and Henry Hyde looked straight into the camera and said, It puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah, that was my favorite moment. That was the defining moment of the whole goddamn hearing. And they all looked around at each other like, huh? Here's Plantation. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Today? Okay, sir. I just wanted to call and wish you a happy holidays. And um, and make sure there's no checks laying around under the desk like they used to at that other station. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that one. It was a $1,000 or $1,500 check that sat under Halcyon's desk for I mean, a what, year. I've been wanting to call you and tell you that for the longest time. But yeah. I haven't heard none of the big shots call, you know, like Sonny uh, Fox. Yeah, for what? Give me a check. Sonny Fox going to give me a check? <laughs> yeah. Or uh, what's the other drunk guy on Power 96? Okay. Okay, we have an open line in uh, Broward and two a day. Five, six, seven rhymes with Fox. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T wireless line. Look at the response here today. Are these people fired up and pissed off? No. They couldn't give a crap less about anything. So I'm going to take a moment or two to see if we get any. Uh, this is weak. That's okay. Had a woman call from New York City this morning already. Very articulate young lady. That's because she's from New York. And then, of course, we had that first, that Sally one that called that incoherent Sally. Oh, boy. And she was from here, by the way. Just mention that. See, like I told you, the brilliant New Yorkers, they're all up there in New York. Anyway, quoting from just one quick paragraph, Open Secrets by David Ehrenstein, Gay Hollywood, 1928 to 1998, because even uh, heterosexuals, in fact, probably more so than fags, they want to know uh, who's a fag and who's not. It says, in, a 1993, a crisis, uh, in 1993, a crisis of sorts arose when Gavin Dillard, star of track meet and other gay erotic features, attempted to publish his memoirs, In the Flesh, Undressing for Success, through HarperCollins. When David Geffen and Barry Diller learned that the book contained detailed allegations of the relationships with Dillard, libel action was threatened. Five years later, the memoir finally found a home at Barricade Books with the mogul's real names replaced by pseudonyms. A lot had happened in the intervening years, with Geffen coming out and using his clout to help gays and AIDS causes in numerous ways, and Diller likewise pitching in while insisting a veil be maintained over his private life. That's Barry Diller. That damn faggot. I can't stand him. How do you like that? Just thought I'd mention that in passing. So I'm sure that as soon as we started doing that whammy thing, I even mentioned that on the air, even though, of course, they never put that on the air. They kept bleeping that out from the TV show. I'm sure that endeared me tremendously, <laughs> which I don't really give a crap one way or the other because the whole experience has been really embarrassing. But nevertheless, we'd still like to keep getting those checks, which I haven't seen no check for last week yet. Have we seen it yet? No. Just mention that in passing again. I know it's the holidays. Here's Hialeah. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Um, I want to change the subject for a quick minute, if I could. No. Open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Um, okay, I agree with the sex part that, you know, whatever he does is his own business. But, you know, it, it, ha it happened on government property. Uh, you know, well, let me it, ask you, how about all the sex that uh, the uh, Kennedys were having? Did that happen on government property? I agree 100%. Government property. This is his house. This is where the president lives. Okay, Oval Office. He doesn't sleep in the Oval Office. What, what difference does it make what orifice it happened okay, let, in? Let, let me just say this. Okay, and, and the thing well, about, about Kennedy... if it happened in the pantry? What about if it happened uh, back by the... Uh, I mean, were you there? Do you know exactly on which spot of the, uh, where it took place? Okay, let's just use this. In the map right. room? Does it in matter? The room? Does it matter that Kennedy did it? No. Does it matter that all these guys do it? Does it matter that half of Congress does it? Yes. The key is, they didn't go before the Supreme Court and say, "No, I did not have sex," and lie before those guys. Before the I Supreme Court? Yes. Who went in front of the Supreme Court and said that? Clinton. 
He went in front of the Supreme Court? They were called by the justice system. The Supreme Court? All right, strike that. Yeah, okay, strike you. Strike three, you're out. See, we get guys like that. He keeps getting louder and louder. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He meant to say the grand jury, a federal grand jury, but he's talking about the Supreme Court. This guy don't know William Rehnquist from his Rehnquist. Open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670. Oh, and it happened uh, in, on uh, government property. That must be a first. It's the first time anybody had an illicit sexual act on government property, okay? <laughs> Do anybody believe that? No. Yeah, I got, I got the Brooklyn Bridge. I got a group called the Brooklyn Bridge, and I'll sell both of them to you for 50 bucks, okay? Only $50. Oh, and speaking of that asshole, last night, who's he got on there as I'm channel surfing? He's got Barney Fag, a Frank, and he's got uh, this crazy guy from the FBI that's trying to peddle his crazy book. And then he's got Johnny Cockring on there. And Larry King is trying to make a uh, shidduch here, as they say in Yiddish. He's trying to uh, hook up, you know, well, if, if we can just get President Clinton, the, you know, if we can get a brilliant attorney in there like Johnny Cochran. So it wasn't bad enough he tried to pawn off Ross Piro on the American public. Now he's trying to bring back Johnny Cochran for another go-round, and let's get him in there, like he knows something about it. And, of course, everything that came out of his push was totally irrelevant, and he had no idea what he was talking about. Leave it to Larry, okay? You know what I'm talking about? Uh -huh. I think you do. Johnny Cochran, like, like, and that's that's exactly what this is going to be, by the way. It's O.J. Part Two. If we have a, a trial in the Senate, it'll be just like the O.J. deal all over again. It'll go on for months and months and months, day after day after day. In fact, I can just sit back here and do commercials. We'll just open up the uh, CNN pod if that's what you want, and you can hear endless. The only difference being, we've already heard it all before. We've already heard all of it. In fact, just go out there in your bookstore and buy the Ken the Star Report every detail and about how they had to go to the video store and they had to go to the bookstore and find out about the fact that Monica was, uh, you know, getting books on uh, phone sex. Every juicy detail. We're going to have to find out about that dress and what part of the dress the stain was on and uh, et cetera and so on. Because that's where the right wing, that's where their head is at, if I can use that expression. Their head is in their rectum because when it comes to a sexual peccadillo, that's when they really start, oh, man, they get real nervous and excited. They start rubbing their hands together. The friction gets uh, oh, too hot, a little bit too hot. Better calm down. Couldn't nail them on anything of any uh, any consequence, so now let's nail them with us, corner them with a sexual thing, and like anybody else, we know he's going to lie about it, and guess what? He lied about it. And he's apologized every which way, the prayer breakfast, he uh, he uh, misled, he lied, he uh, perjured, he did this, well, whatever the hell he did. He could grovel, he could come there and kiss each one of those right-wingers on their big, fat, pimply, and it still wouldn't do any good. Because they have one goal and one goal only, and that is to get his ass out of there, and don't you ever confuse me or anybody else with anything else, because that's what it's all about. Oh, there's Representative Bob Nye of Ohio standing in front of the Christmas tree. All right. The Dow, by the way, is down 51 points. I just mentioned that in passing. I know how to do a talk show. Well, congratulations. Get a life. Daddy's job. 
Before the Supreme Court and uh, in front of uh, Chief Justice uh, William O. Douglas. Oh, he's dead. 1115 at 560 WQAM. In front of Earl Warren. Oh, he's dead too. Anyway, we're uh, real slow out there at our QAM van at the Pizza Loft Plaza. We should be smoking out there, man. That's our crowd. That's Davy. Get on your horse and zip on over there, okay? Because Chris is getting really antsy like he does every day. We only got 85 bucks today. We could get real close to that $100,000 total today if we get these bastards off their ass. And, uh, you know, you go by there, pick up a few CDs, get yourself a free dolphin T-shirt, whatever else he's giving away, and then zip over to the pizza loft, make Jeff Cohen happy, get a nice lunch over there, which uh, he'll charge you a very modest price for. Huh? You can uh, make a whole uh, little uh, swing, a little interlude in between all your shopping and schlepping around and before you stop off at the passport office. I mean, anybody like, and, you know, I'm not the experienced world traveler that maybe some of you are who've been really all over the world, like to Asia and wherever else. But I'm going to tell you something. After you've been around, you know, a little bit to, like, real countries where they have their priorities in order and they know what life is really all about, and then you come back here to this constipated atmosphere where everybody is such a goddamn hypocrite and so sexually uptight, just like that thing in... uh, in uh, Amsterdam the other day, where he takes off the uh, the tie and throws it, you know, and the and the people on the newscast in Amsterdam come on last night, and the newscaster and the sports guy rip off their ties and they heave them on the floor too. Called freedom, which this country knows very little bit, of, very little about. We talk a good game about it, but we know almost nothing about it, because the people are very well brainwashed. But in this particular matter, isn't it interesting? They're not so well brainwashed, and the right wing isn't too happy about that. So they're going to seize the opportunity. They're going to seize the moment. They've got this one window of opportunity while this Congress is still sitting there with this mathematical advantage, and they're going to attempt to seize this opportunity. And nothing is going to stand in their way. And like I said at the beginning of the show this morning, I've been telling you for a long time, this is what they want, the right wing, to perform a bloodless coup and take over the reins of this government to, to totally disable the government that we got in there right now. And that's what they're on the verge of doing. And everybody's sitting back, well, I deck the halls with rolls of holly, you know, the stuff like that. Let's start getting with it, okay? Let's start getting into the important things in life. I'm not going to play that. Well, I was going to play <laughs> No, I'm not going to do it. How, how could you possibly be sitting in there laughing at a time like this? It puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah, that's true. Here's a lady in North Miami. Hello. Hi. Yes, ma'am. You know, it's taken this to get me to call the first time in all these years. Really? But, yeah, I mean, this really moves me, but I've got one thing to tell you quickly first. In case you didn't know, there's a big rally tonight. Maybe you'd want to mention it. Oh, I, I did mention that, oh, but it's did. not going to do any good. Well, I don't 
don't know. I called them. The only problem is, you know, it's kind of like at the end of work time. I couldn't even make it. Right. I mean, plus people are doing the holiday shopping. Right. They, they pick the most perfect time when people are preoccupied with all the things that they feel are more important. And in the meantime, they're going to sneak in there in the next couple of days, and they're going to do this thing, and then we're going to be stuck for the next six months or nine months or eight months and uh, have another soap opera going on. But the vote's tomorrow, so if anybody's going to do anything, it'll have to be tonight. Yeah. And that's it. Well, 515 on Broward and uh, 3rd, that's at the federal building. At 515. And, yeah, and the TV's going to be there. But I just have this one thought <laughs> or question. I don't know how original. But, like, you know, every time you hear about all these other congressmen doing all these things and they say, oh, but he wasn't under, um, um, it? he wasn't under oath. You know, he hadn't taken an oath or anything. Right. But what I don't understand is they're talking about the children. And I have a teenage son, and they're talking about the morals and all this. So... What then is that message? It's okay if you do it. It's okay if you lie, as long as you're not under oath. Right. There you go. Right. So that's okay. It's okay to lie. Just don't get caught. As Henry said, as long as you hide it. Right. But even now that it's in in the open, but it's okay. Hyde did it. It's okay mm -hmm. because he didn't lie under oath. So what what is that message we're giving the children? The message is uh, just be careful how you lie. Right. So I, I just don't understand that moral soapbox because there's. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'll see you at the passport office. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, bye. We have an open line at date, 5670560 at pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Let's all go to Copenhagen, huh? Oh! There you go. Maybe we can do something about that weather up there. Maybe we can improve the goddamn weather. Let's go to a place where they understand what life is really all about. Here's uh, Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm in Boca. And, uh... Well, life isn't perfect. It's, uh, it's a tough life. Yeah, well... This man was uh, is a good man. He's a good president, okay? And it, it's really unf it's really not fair because he has faults and he's a human being, just like everybody else in the world has mm -hmm. faults. And he's got a the only thing he's got a frigid frigid presidency, and he did good things with it. He helped people. He helped people that were down. He helped the middle class. He did good things with with with, with a lot of people, and he goes out overseas to help people, and he does it every day, and he does everything good. And all these people want to do is knock them down and get rid of them because they, they got something against them. And it ain't fair. Where is another president who half the stuff that he does and, 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 and has done half the stuff that he did? It's just not fair. And, and it, it's really terrible that they got to go through this impeachment crap with all these other people. I, I don't know what to say. You know, it's really bad. Okay, my friend. Have a great life. Okay, we have an open line at Broward. Hey, listen, we need a few laughs today for crying out loud. There's no sense in getting morbid and all depressed about it. It's a very ugly and unacceptable thing. But we need a laugh or two here along the way. Put a little smile on their puss. You know what I'm talking about? Because you know what that does. It puts the lotion in the basket. That's what I said. Yeah, it gives me the chills. It's kind of uh, creepy is what it is. This whole thing is creepy. This radio station is creepy when you come right down with, with all those six-year-old kids that are worried about the goddamn point spread. We got a bunch of, we got a bunch of, this is the only place in America where you'll find 10-year-old kids that are in GA already. Which is a very sad situation, but at least maybe we can help them get over their compulsive gambling early in life to make way for a real good, clean, you know, honest life when they move to a real country sometime. 
And let me say it again, people who are the guiltiest here, the people in the media, you maniacs, you're the ones who are legitimizing all of this like somehow this makes sense. The media is sick and needs help badly. They should all be saying, hey, what, what, what's happened here? How would it be all of a sudden we're zipping along on I-95 at 100 miles an hour and all of a sudden we took this turn in the road? There wasn't even any side road there, but all of a sudden we came to a screeching halt. We made this big turn in the road. Can somebody explain that to us? No. Here's a uh, payphone in Miami. Hello. How are you doing, Neil? Okay, I just sir. Want to say you have a great show. Yes, I do. And I love listening Thanks to you. Thanks for me. I have to tell you, I agree with everything you say. You almost brought tears to my eyes this morning when you said the uh, Republicans in Congress were assholes. I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Yeah, they I are. thought there I really... were a few. I thought there were a few of them that were less malignant than some of the other ones. But now it goes to show you they're a bunch of pansies, and they're just easily manipulated, and they're they're terrified. Absolutely, I, I love what Chris Shays did. You know, he you know he's trying to get a consensus of what his people say, and I think the people have spoken. In fact, USA Today is seventy percent today that don't want impeachment. Right. And I think if this goes through, I mean, I'll be totally disgusted. I will have to renew my every one of the Every one of these uh, uh, reports that I'm reading, 70 to 80 percent, including Clay Shaw and Ileana Gross-Layton, by the way, 70 to 80 percent of their constituents yep. are calling in and saying no to impeachment. And they still don't care. Yep. They They're, still don't give a crap. They're idiots. And I just want to say one more thing. Uh, with Mary Bono, how, um, what the hell? How does she get to vote on four articles of impeachment? She's such a hypocrite. She doesn't even know the meaning of the word. She would know impeachment from her goddamn rectum. That's right. From her ass. Well, I just want to say great job and keep it up. I'll see you in Greenland. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'll see you in Iceland on Reykjavik. We have an open line in Dade, open line in Broward. Come on, let's get out of here. Let's get on a big banana boat. we got all these banana boats coming in. We'll get on a banana boat going out. And we'll find some place where we can live in peace and harmony and tranquility. And if people want a blowjob, they can get one without having a goddamn government investigation. And if they don't want to tell the truth about it, nobody's going to say, liar, liar, pants on fire. Oh, and that, by the way, take a look at the blue dress. She was the guy. You know something? Mitch Ryder was ahead of his time. Have you ever stopped to think about this, that maybe it was Monica who was the devil with the blue dress on? If I could find that song right now, I'd pay like a million dollars for it if I had it. Wouldn't that be great? She's the devil with a blue dress on it, goddamn bitch Monica. And when all you Jews out there light your menorah candles here at Hanukkah time, you better think about her, okay? Pretend you're lighting her dress on fire and she's wearing it when you put that match to your uh, candles. Say, Baruch Atah Adonai, Koxahoyz Monica. That's what you should be saying, okay? In fact, when he's thinking to himself, he'd rather play the harmonica. That's what Johnny Paleo would say if he could say it. Isn't he dead, Johnny Paleo? Harmonic cats? You don't even know who that is, do you? That I little midget they used to blow on it and the harmonica too? We're at 145, by the way. We're at 145. We're getting there over to the Pizza Loft Plaza. We'll have another big day today, but Chris being very impatient over there. Just relax. Just be patient like I am, okay? <laughs> That's right. Just sit back, take a deep breath. We'll get a crowd over there for you. Just stay in one place long enough. They don't have to keep chasing us around all day. That's where we make the big mistake. We get a little bit of momentum build up, and then we start, you know, we turn tail and we run. 145 bucks. We're uh, getting real close to that 100 grand total. This is a shocker today. Even you're shocked, aren't you, Mr. Doubting Thomas in here, huh? Mr. Doubting Jorge, who never thought we could get close to 100 grand. Well, neither did I a couple of weeks ago. Huh? Didn't, it didn't look too promising. You people had slowed down to a, slowed down to a snail's pace. 
And all of a sudden, that you know who? And by the way, thanks again to my close personal friend Buddy Nevins at the Sun Sentinel, because you're the one that motivated me with that stupid article. I can take a lot of shots in the media or on the ear. I don't care about that. I'm used to it. But when somebody starts giving me a song and a dance about raising money for charity, and we ought to kiss Wayne's ass. One thing about Wayne that we all know—he's an asshole. That's that's a given. That's guaranteed. And when somebody's trying their damnedest and busting their balls to try to do something good for charities in this town and doesn't even get a goddamn mention, not that I'm looking for one because I'll never get one, especially in that newspaper or the other one. And uh, that corrosive radio talk show host who's only raised millions of dollars for charity in the last uh, 12 or 15 years in this town. You should only be so corrosive, you little midget with a bad goddamn beard. You smell like... And you look like it, too, by the way. At least you're consistent. Buddy Nevins. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Maybe he can elope with very jackass, okay? There's a match for you. 1126 at 560 WQA. Oh, God. Oh. Well, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Oh. He got the money from his daddy. Are you sure? Oh. And as I said, my little bratty. Oh. With an agenda that's crappy. Oh. Well, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Well, he's a presidential son who doesn't have to run. No one else is going to win. He might as well just move right in. He has a golden spoon. He was born with up his ass. So look out, all you Jews. Get ready for the gas. He's a Tallahassee Nazi. He'll give our civil rights to whammy. It's 1131 at 560 WQM. This might just re-energize all these lethargic Democrats, including in this state. Uh, but we do have Governor Buddy McKay, governor for a day. Remember Queen for a day? We got governor for a day or two or just a couple of weeks. What a shame, huh? Well, that's the only way he was ever going to be governor. Couldn't uh, get, He couldn't fix win a fixed election. He couldn't win mayor of Miami with Xavier Suarez help. That's how weak he is. Where are we going? Let's go to uh, Key West. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Is uh, is there ever going to be a, a more valuable blowjob than Lewinsky's going to get paid off for? No. Than what she gave? No. That pig. That disgusting fat cow. Yeah, well, I, I thought it's unreal. They're making a movie out of the pig. Have you seen her? Have you seen pictures of her recently? Oh yeah, in the tabloid, she must weigh six hundred pounds. Did you see the she size? She makes me of her, look like Mickey Mouse. Did you see the size of her white cream cheese legs? Yeah, and about uh, her big Jewish rectum. Yeah, her fat ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I'm good. She's a she's a fat pig, but you know what? She she's gonna make out like a bandit. That's right. And you know what? The effing American way, Neil. That's right, because she got complete immunity from that great American judge star. There you go. That's the American fucking way. You said it. She and her mother, the Gossamer Spocha, they got complete immunity. But the president, he's got his ass on the line because she came there with her presidential knee pads and was wearing a skirt up to her armpits. 
In fact, they were saying around the White House, boy, she sure has hairy armpits. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil, have you noticed as we get closer to impeachment, Monica just gets bigger and bigger? Right. She's blowing up like a like a helium balloon. Yeah, she's going to pop like a tick uh-huh. once they get to the vote. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and about calling the congressman, you're absolutely right. Waste it, of time. It is. I, if you, I thought it could do any good, I'd sit here and I'd spend the whole four hours today and tomorrow and even on Friday, if the vote carries over till Friday, I'd sit here screaming and yelling in my little corner of the world and trying to get people on the phone. It's not, they're not paying any attention. They don't care. That's right. I used to work for Bob Graham, and all those congressmen and senators that I met are so removed from us that mm-hmm. it's not even funny. They live in their own this little paradise. This is all politics. It's all going on behind the scenes, behind closed doors, on the telephone, in little uh, smoke-filled back rooms. Yeah. It's got the public they couldn't care less. Yeah, they're they're completely out of touch with us. It's really it's uh, frightening. Mm-hmm. And I saw it firsthand, so... That's even more Well, I'm going to tell you what the Republican Party is doing, and that is they had a real viable candidate, in spite of the fact he thinks only Christians go to heaven. But nevertheless, yeah. they had a real viable candidate, George W. Bush, who may have actually uh, been able to beat Gore in 2000, and right now they're guaranteeing no chance. Oh, no, no way. Forget it. Because this is, this is uh, just ridiculous. Yep. But, well, I won't be here by then. I'm going to graduate school in Europe. So. Well, congratulations. So I'll save, call you Save a there. spot for me. Okay. Sure. Good luck. We have an open line in Dade County. There's somebody that's going to Europe, okay, where they really know what life is all about, where they're just lo- they're not even laughing anymore. In the beginning, they were laughing at us with this thing. Now they're looking at us like saying, oh, my God, they're serious. That's what they're saying all over the rest of the world. Look- in the beginning, they thought it was like, uh, you know, just our peculiarities again that we had to get out of our system, like a, like a teenager going through a difficult adolescence. Now they're saying, oh, my God, they're serious about this crap. Nobody can believe it. Crap. That's what it is. Oh, but he lied. It's perjury under oath. Big deal. He got a couple of blowjobs. He was screwing around on the side, okay? The whole Paula Jones thing was orchestrated by these right-wing lunatics, Richard Mellon Scaife, and all these other maniacs, and the Gary Bowers of America, and this LaHaye maniac. We're we're talking about right-wing nutcases that ought to be in a loony bin somewhere. And they're on the verge of taking over the government. We're singing a good war of will and a peace toward a piece of this and a piece of that, whatever. Isn't that what they're singing? God rest ye merry gentlemen. Isn't that kind of like a Jewish song? Uh-huh. Okay, where are we going? Let's go to West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Feliz Navidad. How you doing? I'm back to you, sir. A um, couple things. I bought both of your CDs at Borders and Boynton, so I wanted to know how the support was in Palm Beach County for that. Not too bad. Been... Pretty good. Good, good. And real quick... Um, I saw a piece this morning that kind of disturbed me on ESPN, and um, it referenced uh, athletes that do, uh, that are not coming out of the closet. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, I think tomorrow, isn't that tomorrow night they're going to have that thing on ESPN? Right, outside the lines. And I guess they had a preview on it, and they had the sports agent on there that said that um, it's acceptable to society having criminals as an uh, athlete, right. not gay. Right. And uh, I've been thinking about that all morning, and yeah, that yeah, is yeah, very, be, very sad. It would be real interesting, The all the jocks, the ex-jocks that we have on this station, who are in total denial, by the way, they would never admit that there were any fags on the teams when they were playing and the Dolphins are in the league. And you know damn well, and I could name you names, but I won't, but uh, they're all over the place. Exactly. And it, it's, real, it's real sad when we really sit down and think about it that we as society can accept a uh, criminal as an right. athlete, but not a gay person. That's okay. all I really want. those guys that beat up their women, those are real men, you understand. Exactly, exactly. Right. Well, thank you, Neil. Have a good holiday. What time though. is that on tomorrow, do you know? I think it's uh, 8 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. I'll be glued to it. Uh, me too. Okay. Thank you, Neil. Have a great day.
There's no fags in the NFL or in the NHL. I could name you some names, but I need the job. When this quarterback gets lonely, all right. He likes receivers that are wise. Are you sure? Some people say that number eight is gay. Oh my God. They say Troy loves the big brown eyes. Rectum. Aikman. He goes down on his knees, Aikman. It's guys he likes to please, Aikman. He loves to slap cowboys on their behind. Rectum. He's got a spotless reputation. America's team is world-renowned. Oh, we're fine. But is Troy gay? I've heard some people say. In the huddle, he goes down. Oh! Aikman. He goes down on his knees, Aikman. I can some balls to squeeze, Aikman. Okay. Don't flip him cause he likes it from behind. By the way, when's that Steve Young uh, wedding coming up? That happened yet? That, uh, no. 21 before noon. Well, he's only what, 48, 56? 21 till 12 at 560 WQM. We got the Panthers and the Penguins tonight. Is interest heavy and hot for that game tonight? No. Marty Strzok will be playing there. Stu Barnes, who is going through a slump and has been taken off the first line, but nevertheless, he's got 13 goals already. He'll be there too. Oh, and by the way, one other quick thing about that, Michael Russo, you jackass, you fat pig over there at the Sun Sentinel. Not only were you totally full of crap in that thing about uh, Stu Barnes and Chris Wells, since Chris Wells uh, is uh, in limbo and we'll never see him play again, you also forgot the fact that in that trade was Jason Woolley, who continues playing great for those Buffalo Sabres who are hot as a pistol. Forgot about that, too, didn't you, Mike, uh, whatever your name is, uh-huh. Russo. Probably kin to Vito Russo. 21 till 12 at 560 WQA. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, members of the 105th Congress, distinguished guests, my fellow Americans, I have an incomprehensibly large tool. Thank you. Thank you very much. Monica, Monica, was the president pleased? Monica, Monica, your performance on your knees. Was he you look okay, compared to the other ones this guy's had. Your conversation with him on the phone, provided can start with a stiffer and harder investigation. Squirt, squirt. Monica, Monica, what's a nice Jewish girl like you? Boy! Monica. Monica, wearing a dress with residue. Did you feel silly and were you surprised 
to find that Willie was uncircumcised with pecorino cheese and a tiny scrout. Monica, 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 Monica. Okay, it's 11.45. You do realize, had it not been for the blue dress, had it not been for the blue dress, the DNA, the stain on the dress, we wouldn't be going through any of this right now. Do you realize that? Uh-huh. Okay. I just mentioned that in passing. And whose idea was it? Get that dress to me right away. Monica's mother, the one we were supposed to feel so sorry for. Remember when they interrogated and they grilled her and they beat her and whipped her into a bloody pulp and she came out of there looking all frizzled and not too happy? We're supposed to feel sorry for that damn bitch. Oi! Get me that dress right away. I'll keep it for you. So then we can write the book and the movie and a screenplay and make millions of dollars bring it down the country. We have an open line in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Let's let's look at the positive things that are going on in the world, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Here's Hialeah. Hello? Women are sluts. Okay, thank you. How come we don't ever get a real caller in Hialeah? Two open lines a day, 5670560, pound 560. Maybe there are no real people in Hialeah. You think that could be the answer? Uh-huh. There are no real people in Hialeah. There's Raul Martinez, like I said. Here's uh, Pompano. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. It's your buddy Rob from Toronto. How you doing, Rob? I'm okay. Remember I sent you those tapes of Billy Hewitt a couple of years yeah, ago? thank you so much. Glad you enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad I found you. I drove down the other day. Yeah. I'm uh, looking for you yesterday at the other station, old mm-hmm. News Wheel Radio. Oh, I've been here a year. You're way behind. No, I haven't been here in two years. And I was, uh, I was uh, paid for seven months before that for uh, not working. I was standing. Yeah, it was. Well done. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm flipping around last night, and uh, I come along whammy, and I go, look at this. Arnold Spang got a show. Yeah, well, that, that's an old, uh, that whammy thing is going to be history real soon. Yeah? Those are old reruns. Oh, really? It's a make-believe like TV that? station, huh? Did you like doing that? Well, what do you mean? I didn't do anything. They just used to come in here and uh, take, tape the show every day and then butcher it up and put it on TV. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking, how can this, how can this crap be happening in this country? Mm-hmm. I don't understand this. I mean, how come we get to hear evidence that was illegally obtained? Right. This is nuts. Mm-hmm. we got a thing going on in Ontario which was just settled, the Speaker of the House of the Legislature in Ontario was sued for sexual harassment by right. a former employee. Right. And he slept with her a few times, and mm-hmm. then uh, she decided not to, and he said, your job's on the line. Mm-hmm. So she sued him. This goes on for months and months and months. The Speaker resigns. his. Uh, he doesn't resign his seat. He resigns as the Speaker, but maintains his seat in the uh, legislature. Yeah. Months and months go by, and then they settle it for like $600,000. Now, get this. Yeah. She gets paid a quarter of a million dollars. The legislature spends a couple of hundred thousand dollars on investigating the thing, and then they give him $130,000 to pay his legal bills. Oh! There you go. Everybody gets paid. Mm -hmm. Nobody is guilty. Right. Nobody is innocent. Mm-hmm. Nobody is nothing except the taxpayers are at 600 grand. Well, at least he didn't molest any kids in Maple Leaf Gardens. Okay, that's one good thing. It wasn't that so. There was no Graham James either. Right. And well, they're like letting the... him out during the daytime because there's a lot of uh, young hockey players who need some assistance. That's right. But at any rate... Anyway, it's good to hear you on the air. I'm glad you're here. You must own this town by now. Yeah, I own it, yeah. That's like saying that I own, um, you know... 
two pieces of beef jerky left in my bowl here. Well, listen, Rob, have a great life. Thank you, man. And don't lose your passport and your Visa or MasterCard. Okay, we have an open line at Broward 2 and Zade. Yeah, they can't understand it. The Canadians don't get it, eh? What's going on down there, eh? What's wrong with you people? Good question. We just don't want to grow up. We just refuse to grow up. We're hanging on to our infancy. I mean, we're tenaciously hanging on. And even the people that do want to grow up, they won't let us do it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Are these people worked up into a frenzy in the WQM audience or what? Huh? Oh. Are they, they're worried about next week's goddamn uh, Dolphin-Denver game. That's what they're worried about. It puts the lotion in the basket. Right. Here's a lady in, in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Is this me? Yes, ma'am. I want to know, I agree with you 100% about the media, and what can we do about the media? I tried... Nothing. Uh, they got us by the short hairs, man. They've got us where they want us. They're they're playing us like a fiddle. They're exploiting this for everything they can get, and they're uh, manipulating and twisting, and uh, and they present all of this stuff like uh, like it makes sense. Right, and they, they, because you know why they figure if they don't have anything to talk about, they're out of jobs. But now CNN has done this all of a sudden quick right turn, and they've gone from investigating the president or the impeachment or whatever they're calling it this way, showdown with Iraq. That's their new marquee now, and all they're talking about is Baghdad and how Saddam's not doing this and. He won't do that. And then, so now they got the whole world over a barrel waiting uh, for the impeachment things going on tomorrow and Friday. Right. I've, I've emailed them. I've called them. I, I, you know, but I can't do it alone. And I don't know. As long as we keep listening, they're going to keep going. Yeah. Well, I, what, what's the alternative? That's what I've been calling you for. You I say the alternative is check out Guiding Light today at 3 o'clock. Okay. Okay. Any chance for those hockey tickets? Chance of what? Are you giving away those hockey tickets for tonight? When did I say that? I thought you said I, you have hockey tickets for tonight. I do, two of them, mine. Okay, we have an open line in Broward. Well, I, I never made any mention of hockey tickets. Did I say anything? I said the Penguins and the Panthers tonight. I'll be there. No. Did I, didn't I say that? No. Yes, I did. Did I say anything about giving away hockey tickets? No. You want some? That, you know, here we are. Here we are on the verge of the president's being impeached. I got a woman that calls me to show you what freeloading bitches we have in this town and why I have, like, you know, we got all the men listening to the show. We're all set with men, so to speak. But women, we can't buy them for love or money. And this woman calls under the pretext of being concerned about the media. What are we going to do? What are we... And then, oh, can I have the hockey tickets? It's like saying, midnight tonight, there's going to be nuclear war. We're all going to be dead by 1230 in the morning. And somebody calls in and says, well, the game will be over by 10.30. Can I have the tickets? Might as well go out with a, you know, have some uh, excitement there. Was that incredible? Even even George just sunk into his chair with a look on his push that would, I can't even begin to describe. It was creepy. It was almost as creepy as... It puts the lotion in the basket. But not quite. How are we doing over there at the uh, Pizza Loft Plaza, by the way? With uh, Chris and uh, whoever he's got with him today. 207 bucks at last count. Pretty slow over there. And that's because I had told you we had 97,621. We're getting real close to the 100 grand. Psychologically, I should never have told you that. I should have lied and strung you along and then come up with a real big number on Friday. Which, by the way, don't forget, Saturday, noon to 2, we'll be at the uh, borders out there in the Plantation Acres, whatever that is, on Sunrise Boulevard, right next to Amico, right next to Best Buy, the Borders Books. Noon to 2 this Saturday with all our Best Stuff stuff. We have an open line in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Coconut Creek. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. 
Hey, this is Brian. How you doing, Brian? I haven't talked to you in a couple of years. Well, here I am. I just want to let you know I stopped over there yesterday at Coral Springs and picked up the two CDs. Thank you. They are the best ever. Yes, they are. I'll I say keep anybody telling everybody out, that. Anybody out there that's a Neil fan that has not purchased these new CDs, you've got to get out there. They'll be it. peeing in their pants. That's right. By the way, I've got a song here you requested. I think you might enjoy this. Okay. Before I play it, I want to say hello real quick to Andy Berry at Equilux Paint and that other famous painter, Steve McDonald. Okay. Okay, here we go. Well, don't forget Ready? Hitler, too. He was a famous painter. Can <laughs> we get it on here? Uh-huh. Oh, don't tell me it's not He's very good, by the way. Perfect for the Atkins, too, by the way. Go ahead, Brian. Ah! Mix Rotter lives. Oh! It's the goddamn devil with a blue dress on, huh? What a talk up, you know? I can't even hear the goddamn music. And I still talk the damn thing up. You know what they said about Mitch Ryder, by the way? Thanks a lot, Brian. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I had that back there. I'm going to look for it during the break. We're going to play that nonstop all week long. Devil with a blue dress on. It was the stain on the blue dress. That was the problem. Wouldn't it be something if the American government comes tumbling down because of a semen stain on a blue dress from some Jap? Wouldn't that be something, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, you can say that again. Say it again. Uh-huh. One more time. No. Oh, my God. The stain on the dress. If we wouldn't have had that, they would have had no evidence. It would have been he said, she said. And we could have gone on with life like we should have gone on. But we had that Nazi Kenneth Starr, that no-good, miserable, right-wing son of a bitch with that sanctimonious look on his face who was enjoying, who was relishing, who was getting sexual excitement from every moment of it. Even, you notice during the, when he was testifying there in front of the House Judiciary Committee, his hands were out of the table. He was squeezing himself. Every word that he said, he was squeezing it. That's what excitement he was getting. He was relishing it. He was, that's right, he even put relish on it. Miserable piece of turd. Putting on an act, an act that will net, in, in the history of Hollywood, there has never been an acting job like the one that he did. And then, of course, Sam Dash walks away from this, a man that's got some respect around Washington because he said it was totally unethical what he did, going there as an advocate, not just presenting the uh, report, here's what I discovered, here you do whatever you want with it, like stick it in your uh, record, whatever you want to do. No, he goes there selling the impeachment business because that's what he was put up to in the first place, and that's what this has all been out of, all about from the beginning. Couldn't get him on Filegate, no. Travelgate, no. Whitewater, no. any other gate, no. Monica Gate. There you go. That's what we got, Monica Gate. And Linda Tripp, who just happened to tape those conversations with the help of her good friend Lucy Ann Goldberg, that bitch, that big fat cow up there in New York who was running around chasing George McGovern with tape recorders 20-some years ago. Ava Brown, Jr. That's... And you know the sad part of it is, Lucianne Goldberg, oh, are we embarrassed, huh? The Jews apologize. Oy. Monica Lewinsky, thank God Linda Tripp ain't Jewish anyway. We got one goy in there. Thank God for that. Four minutes till noon at 560 WQM. With all the stress that's going on right now, we need a break. Where's my uh, stogie? That's right. Put a big round one in your puss and just relax. Decriminalize pot in Florida. <laughs> Prosecutor for the fright. You're like a Nazi from the Oath of Right. A prison anus to find anything. Like women who like it in between. 
What's your problem, Kenny Star? Don't you think you've gone too far? Everybody thinks you are like Joseph McCarthy. Did you know that Joe McCarthy was gay? Look kind of like you can, except he never bathed. He kept right home, close by his side. Until he got fired with broken died. What's your problem, Kenny Star? Boy! It's too bad Edward Burroughs gone. He would want to take you on like Joseph McCarthy. Creep, 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 oi! Oi! Creep, 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 oi! You say 287 is up with Dead or in a doornail out there at the Pizza Law Plaza on University Drive in Davie. Of course, that was the location those guys picked. I picked Coral Springs yesterday. We raised over, we raised 2,100 bucks there in Coral Springs. Nice going. Oh, yeah. I mean, haven't we already pretty much exhausted the Pizza Law back when we did our first uh, thing back in October, the very first couple of days? Didn't we already do that? Uh-huh. Not that I'm not saying we won't uh, do okay, but I don't think we will. 287 bucks, and uh, Chris is sitting out there real lonely. He's right there in a, uh, with a QAM van. You can't miss it. Between Nations Bank and Pier 1 Imports, right there on University Drive, for Christ's sakes. In addition to which, now that I think of it, how far is that from University and Broward Boulevard, where we just were a few days ago, George? You could roll a goddamn stone from where they are right now. Maybe maybe he just, uh, you know, Chris wants a free meal at Pizza Loft, and then maybe tomorrow we'll go somewhere there might be some people. We just got finished draining that area a couple of days ago. We just sucked the blood out of that particular territory. No wonder it's slower in molasses. University and Broward Boulevard, it's right around the goddamn corner, you dodo bird. I say Weston. I say tomorrow Weston, okay? How far is it from Weston that they can't go out there to Weston? I'm sure there's somebody that'll feed them for free out there in Weston or whatever the hell. Get them out there in Weston. Ben and Bob's. The Ben and Bob's will probably uh, stick it to them. Give them some food. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. 21 years since I've spoken to you. Really? Yes. Uh, you were supportive of the Gay Rights Coalition at that time. Yeah. And I'm happy to see we've got some place after all this time. Uh, that's just the one item to thank you for your continued support. The second item is regarding the presidency and this activity. Yes, sir. Uh, the fellow that called in saying uh, Bob Graham's group is divorced from reality, uh, he has certainly a good point. I sent a correspondence to him asking him to uh, act in behalf of the presidency and keeping Clinton there. He mm-hmm. had done a good job on his uh, official capacities. And I got back the most the negative uh I sounded like I was getting a Republican response. Really? Back. But it's cert- I guess when you get to a certain financial level, mm-hmm. you do become Republican in your thinking. Yeah. Well, he Bob Graham's always been a real a Casper milk toast, you know, riding the middle of the fence. And on this thing, he always he always has to make sure he tells us how repulsive his behavior was and how unacceptable it was and all of this other. But he never stole a freight train, you know. Well, it also comes around. Uh, what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, I send a contribution to the president for his legal defense fund, and in the future, if in fact this impeachment does come down, yeah. uh, I intend to support any Democrat. I don't care if they have a tenth grade education and they well, can't count them the do four. It, right. Well, I mean, really, just if they want to go that route, we can jeopardize the country this way. Uh, I voted for Republican presidents in the past, Bush and Reagan, oh. and uh, well. Oh. Everyone has to give Ooh. the best efforts. 
but nonetheless, I can turn around and just be as much of a serpent the other way. So I, I'm in, I'm in uh, certainly in agreement with you in trying to separate the difference between sexuality. And by the way, when we elect the president, we give them a home and an office in their home, and that's a private quarter. And that's why they call it the oral office anyway. What's wrong with that guy? Well, and have a great day. Well, and happy holidays, and we'll talk to you again in another 21 years. Thank you. Okay. We have an open line of date, 567-0560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. I'm not going to repeat what you told me before, by the way, about that national public radio thing. Why should I repeat that? I mean, they're going to put these calls on the air? Huh? They should put me on the air, not the goddamn calls. They should put me on the air telling it exactly the way it is. I should be, instead of this goddamn Nazi Frank Sesno on CNN right now, this sanctimonious goody two-shoes hypocrite who probably don't even have a penis, Instead of him sitting there with his beady-eyed look and those goofy glasses that he's got on, I got glasses that look better than that, mister. And even with my goddamn pimple over my uh, forehead here, I still could tell it a lot better than he is. To the American public, listening to this spoon-fed bullcrap coming from the media, which is all that it is. 24 hours a day. Now, we have nonstop crap. That's right, because they got a lot of time to kill. Here's North Miami. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Yes. The truth about this whole thing, I don't know why the American public can't see it. This crap going on in the White House is a coup to talk. Yeah. That's what it is. I That's mean, what I said. That's what I said first thing this morning. It's a bloodless coup. Yeah, and then a bunch of ghouls up there, oh, we're going to vote here, we're going to do this. It's a bunch of crap. Yeah. Okay. Crap. Thank you much. Okay, thank you. The guy said it's a bunch of crap. crap, so what's wrong with that? He hit it right on the head. State lines all open, by the way, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Leave it to our audience, okay, to leave me in the lurch here now. They don't care. they got nothing to say about this. They've they got more important fish to fry. they got to worry about that Denver-Miami game Monday night. they got to worry about the point spread on the, the Batavia-Leroy game tonight. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Fort Lauderdale. Mr. Rogers. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, can I get off the... Uh... Sir, you can say whatever you like. It's your uh, moment in the sunshine. All right, good. I I just thought that they had done away with these, like, in the 60s and 70s. I just had the Avon lady over here. Have you seen the Avon lady in the last 20 years? I got news for her. When the Avon lady comes to my door, you won't see her no more. Hey, well, check this out. I think yeah. it'd be an easy way to go ahead. You take care of the wife. You buy the, the, the basket and everything. You come right to your house. You buy it up, and it's done. So I'm looking through there, I got all kinds of nail polish and mm -hmm. perfume, all kinds of stuff like that. So I bought it. $89 worth of Avon. Yeah. So she's walking across the street. I'm going through the basket. Unbelievable, the stupid bitch. She forgot to put the lotion in the basket. It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> oh. We have an open line in Brown. How did I know? 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. One more time. It puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> huh. Huh. All over town, people are asking one question. It's not about impeachment. They have one question that they want to know right now. What is a Buffalo Bill? Nine minutes afternoon at 560 WQM. The booster for Hank. They want to put another fat guy in that chair today, so he'll be over there at Jewel Estate 2 at 2 o'clock. Then at 6 o'clock, Kimba Bocamper briefly before Panthers hockey. Man, you can smell it in the air. Can't you that uh, enthusiasm about the Penguins-Panthers game, 730 tonight? No. You're getting it in my hair. Squirt, squirt. Banana picking, Julio to thrive on an RT. Our building an arena for the Miami Heat. 
Having to arena somehow don't seem right. Better ask your going for financial advice. NBA is locked down. There's no basketball. They're all on strike. Let's burn the place down. An insurance check would sure be nice. Before we lose our ass, take that can of gas. Oh, like that, that, I'll look for that thing. Devil in a Mood Restaurant. I'll guarantee you, if I don't find it there today, I'll be playing that tomorrow and all during these speechman hearings. It's the goddamn Devil with a Blue Restaurant. Her name was Monica. She couldn't get picked up on Santa Monica Boulevard in L.A. I'll guarantee you that right now. Here's a lady, especially the way she looks these days. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Lady in Fort Lauderdale, which I hear the radio in the back blur in a way, and I'm going, ba, ba, ba. Are you there? Do you be there? No, she's just sitting there with a the phone in her uh, rectum. Open line at Broward, 5670560 and Pound 560 on the Mobile One line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Nels. Yes, sir. Oh, hold on. Let me turn on the radio. Turn on down the radio. Turn on the radio. I the shower here. Uh-huh. I do have a life, and I hold on, you know, uh, during the commercials and all that. But yeah, I... It sounded like you were holding on to it. <laughs> Not too tight, though. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, let me ask you a question. Who does the uh, uh-huh and the nose? Uh-huh. No. Larry King. Oh, both of them? Right. Uh, you couldn't, you morning, can't, uh, you can't I, tell that voice? What's that? You can't tell that voice? Well, it was so I know what to do with that. Yeah. That, that I could tell, but the, uh, no. It was no. So quick. Yeah, that, that's hilarious. Um, uh, Phil Henry, this morning. That, that, that is great radio. Uh, yeah. With uh, Brad the Booger Belmonte. Oh, right, wasn't that the best? I forgot, <laughs> I forgot we had that in there. <laughs> I had that booger. I was reaching to my nose while I was listening. I didn't even know why. <laughs> Let me tell you, Nels, it brings back so many good memories. Listening yep. to, to Phil Henry and uh, those were the days, boy. Where they had a great thing over there, and they didn't know what they had in their hands. You guys would be dominant right now in yep. in any market if you guys were, you know, the way you had it. Mm-hmm. You guys were the best. Yeah, you're right. It couldn't get any better. Um, Are you sure? Positive. Hey, one uh, one thing, just calling to say happy holidays and all that good stuff to everybody, and also if you could do uh, me one. Sure, it's all request week, man. It's the holidays. What's that? I said it's all request week. It's the holidays. Um, you wakes me up in the morning. For the okay. Okay, pal. No, she's the greatest. Go wipe it off. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Neil wakes me up. Back to those Zeta days. That's what we need. We need to bring in the bird for the impeachment hearings. Neil wakes me up in the morning. All right. Neil wakes me up with a smile. With a smile, yeah. Drinking my coffee, munching on my donut. Wake me up One more time for the most part. <laughs> okay, George gets upset when we get too much of that tweeting in there. So. We have an open line today, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. 
There's only one reason that George don't like hearing the bird on the air. It puts the lotion in the basket. Here's, <laughs> here's a lady mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. How are you? Great. Never called the talk show before in my whole life. Okay. Always um, the first I, time. Uh, always the first time. And it could I be the last. You never know. Um, you're going to think I'm an idiot, but what does it mean when he says to put the lotion in the basket? Oh, well, I'll have to play that whole bit for you. From Did you see silence? Well, no, I mean, I've heard it, and I pee in my pants. I just fall. I, but you I didn't, you didn't see Silence of the Lambs? Right. Well, I never really saw that movie, though. No. Oh, well, now you got to go out and rent it, and then you'll understand. I can't. You have to get it. I can't. It, I don't want to spoil oh, it. That'll, that'll make sense when I see the movie? Absolutely. Okay, because that, that thing is just the funniest thing I've ever if in my life. Words, if you pee in your pants now hearing it without even seeing it, then uh, just wait. Go out and get it. It is just the funniest thing, and I think you are great. You just never run out of stuff to say. It's amazing. Exactly. Well, when, you're, just, when you're full of it, it flows out easy, easy like a I'm broken toilet. I'm you, it's just nonstop. Neil, okay. You're wonderful. Have a great holiday, sweetheart. You too, Neil. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Debbie. Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you had some tummy tuck. And uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic, breast surgery, facelift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm. I don't know what they would do it right away. It puts the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Mm -hmm. Laser surgery. Mm-hmm. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then yeah. upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay, um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay, um... My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little information from you, okay? Mommy, it puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation for it life? It puts the lotion in the basket. Uh, okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment, or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got my skin suit and nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello? Okay, 21 past noon at 560 WQM. We have an open line in uh, Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560560. Okay, whatever he said. What did he say? The F, did he do an F? I couldn't hear it. Thank God. Open line in Broward 2 in Dade, 5670560. I think it was Woody with a uh, sock over it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Hello, Neil? Yes, sir. Uh, Neil, you know, I'm a uh, Republican. Yeah. I uh, came here in the 1960s, and my father said, Comunista, Comunista, so I became a Republican. Right. But I'm jumping ship, and I'm burning my uh, voter's registration card based oh! on what I've been seized. Good. So I'm 
jumping ship. This is uh, disgusting what these Republicans are doing to the president. Yeah, we've, lo we've lost the two-party system. We now have the Democratic Party, which is pretty un much on the weak side, but nevertheless. And we got the Republicans, which have been taken over by the right-wing uh, element, by the, the fascists, and there's nothing else left there. It's, they, they've disappeared. Right. The Listen, term the moderate Republican has become overnight an oxymoron, and they don't exist anymore. You got that right. Uh, Neil, happy holidays, and thank you for taking my call. And back to you. And thank you for making your call. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. One thing I'll tell you, you feel a lot better when you tear up that Republican thing. I don't know because I never was a Republican, and thank God for that. But when you all of a sudden become a Democrat... It puts the lotion in the basket. You'll see, believe me. Here's a, a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, happy holidays to you. And back to you. Happy Hanukkah. In all honesty, mm -hmm. if they go through with this impeachment garbage, yes, I would like to see the the, uh, the government facilities. Every bastard who speeds gets caught drunk driving. All these congressmen, senators, everything else. Yeah. Every one of them, the first time they screw up, will be the last time they screw up. Mm -hmm. And let's throw them out. You get these guys, the one up North Florida who passed. Now, does that mean that Larry Bono's got to stop screwing around with all these guys now, or what? How about the guy in North Florida? He passed the law. They, he was uh, instrumental in passing law about not uh, the John law. You can't pick up a hooker. And he gets caught because he, and he doesn't have enough money for him. Yeah. He gets let off. I mean, this is nonsense. Well, he wanted to get off, and I guess he yeah, did. I, I mean, yesterday, the, the Times had the, the best line from Art Buchwald. Yeah. It's a game. It's just a political game, mm -hmm. and people can't get over it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's you unspeakable. Know, yeah, he said there's there's over sixty percent of the people saying don't do it. Well, if these are our representatives, aren't they supposed to listen? Well, they're they're listening to a more important power. Yeah, uh, yeah I was just informed yesterday. There's only been one president in, in, since Roosevelt who got over sixty percent of the vote. Yeah, most of these votes, you know, uh, even. Uh, uh, it's just sickening to Okay, me. take two and call me in the morning. Okay, calm down. Okay, we have two open lines in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. They're pissed off and fired up, baby. Make no mistake about that. Aren't they? Are they pissed off? Pissed off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. Oh! All right, we're happy to hear that. I mean, you can get fired off, fired off and uh, fired up about something more than just some kind of a stupid ball game, can't you? No. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello? Hey, yep. day, sir. Yes, sir. Fine. That's good to hear, sir. I want to wish you a happy holiday season. And same to you. Stuff. Happy New Year. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. Who did that uh, crank call? Who did what? The crank call at the lotion in the bathroom. Oh, I, I have no idea. That's uh, from one of our comedy services. Oh, my God. That's the best, man. Some great demented soul that we love. <laughs> um, is that Fury uh, and Van going to make it up to the West Palm area, buddy, James? Is, is it what? Is it going to make it up to the West Palm area? The West Palm area? I was thinking we go to Boca. We're not going to make it all the way to West Palm, but I don't think we got enough yeah. gas for that. You got a lot of listeners up there. I was West thinking Palm. one day next week, Boca would be good. Boca? Uh-huh. Uh, like, it's still too far. Like I, like I said, maybe Boynton Beach. How's that? <laughs> well, not how about, how about Lake Worth? How about uh, Okeechobee Military? Okay, how about having a nice holiday? Okay, get out of here. We have an open line in Broward, two and Dade, five six seven oh five sixty. Open lines on the board. We're not talking about ball games here today. We're talking about the future of the goddamn human race. Future of the goddamn race. I'm giving phone numbers out here today. That's the kind of audience we got here in this town. Okay, that's the kind of people we got in this community here. I'm giving out phone numbers.
National Pubic Radio is uh, taping today. How do you like that? Which I think they they must really be desperate, okay, if they're taping these calls. Like I said before, they should be taping what I'm saying and putting it on there to all those pseudo-intellectuals out there who are listening, all 20 of them. And hear from somebody that really knows which side it's buttered on. Let me say it again. The bottom line to all of this, the media, are the, these people have become the conduit for a bunch of right-wing lunatics, and they're giving them, they're legitimizing them, because this is what they've been hoping for all along. That's right. If we can't do it one way, we'll package it another way. We don't care what we have to do, how we're going to do it. We're going to get his ass out of there for whatever reason it might be, just because we hate him like poison or whatever the real reason might be. We're going to get his ass out. We're going to show him a thing or two or three. And the media are saying, okay, sure, whatever you say. We believe you. We believe all you grave robbers that you're really, uh, you're really gnashing your teeth over this. That's why when 70 or 80 percent of your constituents call in and say no to impeachment and just do a censure thing and get this over with, that's why you say, ah, oh, well, I'm going to vote yes for impeachment. Does it make any sense? No. 1226 at 560 WQM. The Panthers and Penguins tangle at the National Car Rental Center tonight. Join Chris Moore, Randy Moeller, and Steve Goldstein for the action. Panthers preview starts at 7 on Sports Radio 560. I got something to tell you. I've got a story for you after this bit. That you're, just gonna, you're not going to know whether to scream or eat your banana. Neil Rogers. Ah. Joel, are you really that stupid, Joel? Frank Einstein, are you really that stupid? Is it possible? Yeah. Turn 28, he scored the sweetest bag, all gone the next day. All right. Too many seats in your dime bag. Are you sure? Getting to the party, two minutes too late. Isn't it the chronic? Don't you think? It's last day. It's like 10,000 joints when all you need is a light. It's like having the feel of your dreams and then finding out you've got 10 delights. And isn't it the chronic? Don't you think? A little too much chronic. Yeah, I really do think. It's not great when your glass falling breaks. Top 43 at 560 WQM, your neurotic station for the 90s. We fit in like a rubber glove right inside your rectum. So anyway, well, we got 293 bucks over there at the uh, Pizza Loft Plaza. Very weak, so Chris is thinking of moving to QM. Now, did he move, or is he thinking of moving? Is he doing it? Is he... Uh... Oh, he's on route now. He ought to be there. Uh, he's on route. He's going back to that Shell station on the corner of University in Broward so we don't waste the whole four hours today, which I could have told him we already exhausted that uh, Pizza Loft thing, okay? 
I mean, Jeff is too busy dishing out the good food at Pizza Loft. We don't. Uh, we already uh, squeezed all their money out of those rednecks in Davie. So he's going back to the Cornell University in Broward, and he'll be there momentarily at the Shell Station there, where we raised uh, over a grand last week. I think about twelve hundred bucks. So maybe there's a few bucks left in that neighborhood. Okay. In fact, if you're coming out of that veterinarian next door, if they left any money in your pocket, give it to a Chris. No, my old veterinarian is right. The Plantation Animal Hospital is right next to that Shell Station. I used to go there, but. Uh, Okay, we have two. So anyway, here's the, here's the story. You better strap yourselves in. If you're driving, pull off the side of the road. Maybe you long-time listeners will recall a guy named Joel, which I used to call him Frankenstein, back from the old days when we were on in Tampa. Well, I, I guess it was before that because he was over here, and then he moved over there, or where, wherever he is. He's an asshole. Well, I mean, uh, you know, he was a chronic. He was okay, I thought, in his own business. Well, he's a big guy with like a knot in his forehead. He looks like uh, one of the monsters or Frankenstein on a bad day. So anyway, Joel calls up George about 10 minutes ago after I said, you know, the guy calls and asks me where that bit comes from, where the guy is saying... It puts the lotion in the basket. You know, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. And it's a comedy bit. I mean, anybody with a brain, you hear the phony phone ring, and Joel says, oh, don't you know where that, you guys know where that came from? It came from Silence of the Lambs. And he was serious. That's the best part. He was effing serious. Oh. It puts the lotion in the basket. But anyway, hey, we have two open lines a day, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Joel, I was going to say you could use a lobotomy, but it looks like I think it's too late. He beat us to it. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Happy holidays. Back to you. Listen, I got your tapes. Yes. Actually, I got the, the two tapes that are current. I got the Neil Rogers 96. Great. And the Nuggets. Uh-huh. You know, I called Center One, and they were really nice because I, I was busy. I didn't call back. They called back the next day. I was mm-hmm. like, great. But listen, I'm pissed off and fired up. Good. This congressman I've got over here, I called their office last week. I don't, you probably don't know Porter Goss. What are the Porter what? Porter Goss. No. Jesus. He's married, uh, I think, in the Mellon family. Does that sound familiar? Uh-huh. Mellon Skate? Mm-hmm. Uh, I reminded uh, people in his office about his behavior when he was on the ethics committee when Newt Gingrich was being investigated. Yeah. You recall what he did? No. He sent a letter of uh, recommendation around to his uh, fellow uh, Republicans when they were thinking about dumping Newt because of his problems. In the middle of the investigation, before it came out that he had, you know, used diverted those uh, tax exempt funds into campaigns. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of guy we got over here. That's awesome. Another sanctimonious hypocrite. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, oh, by the way, your your picture was on this. I didn't know what you looked like, but you don't look that bad. Don't get any ideas here. No, no. Once uh, I get that little thing moved over my eyebrow, I'm going to be beautiful. Oh, I, I look just like Brad Pitt. Listen, I've heard you say use a, a term that I, I use, and I've seldom ever heard anybody else use it. Yes, that. sir? That is a doornail. Uh-huh. I think my, I must have got that from my father, who is from... Jersey, so maybe it's a northern term. Then, I don't know. Maybe it's a. I've heard that all my life. Is that something new down here? Dead as a doornail. I mean, uh-huh. that's old, ancient. I haven't heard it. And I often I think even Abraham once said. Never that. ask about it. Was do you think it meant like uh, wooden nails for the uh, uh, a doornail? Okay. Well, listen. Have a great New Year and a good holiday. Okay. We have an open line at Broward two and Dade five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. It's from the Silence of the Lambs. Don't you know? Don't you know that? It puts the lotion in the basket. Oh, Joel, Joel, poor baby. Poor baby. He spent too much time over there on that West Coast, too much time in that Tampa St. Pete area. I'm telling you, man, you could go over there and you could be a genius. Six months, you'll come out of there going like that. 
Not that he was a genius, but literally he's doing that. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil, I can tell you about that as a doornail. I'm a carpenter, but you don't want to hear that. Let's talk about the impeachment. Speechment? Okay. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the whole thing here, if the Republicans are dead set on committing suicide with this thing, why don't we let them do it? Why don't we give them this reckless hillbilly horn dog? Well, I'll, I'll give you an example right now. They're still hocking away on this showdown with Iraq thing on here right now, and we need to address that situation and do something about it before Sunday because that's the beginning of that big uh, Muslim holiday, that Ramadan thing, Ramadan ding dong. And, uh, and uh, you've got a government with their hands tied now because no matter what this government does, what this president does, they're going to accuse them of trying to divert uh, attention away from the impeachment thing. And so we're like in limbo. They're going to have us doing the limbo rock for months now. Exactly. That's why. But that's what he got himself into, but let's give him to him. Who needs him? I mean, how bad could Gore be? So, in other words, you're, you're willing to let the right wing just uh, topple the government. It doesn't bother you. When, when your enemy's destroying himself, don't stand in his way. Right? Okay, have a great life. Okay, there you go. He's whistling along with a happy uh, song on his puss. We have an open line in Broward, two and Dade. Very weak on his phone over here. This hour. You better find a station with an audience that's got something to say, okay? You people at National Pubic Radio, our audience, they got nothing to say about any of this or anything else. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line, 21 before 1 at QAM. I mean, at least we take it seriously on this show. It puts the lotion in the basket. You know, this is the new launcher show. This is your brain. Any questions? <laughs> Oi! There was a blue velvet that is blue. And so blue there in the bathroom.
They're dropping bombs on Homestead. We have two open lines in Dade. They're riding in uh, Overtown. We have two open lines in Dade. Xavier Suarez has got dead people voting in Miami. Two open lines in Dade. No spigot English in Dade. Five six seven oh five sixty. No, seriously, in Dade County, they're all down at Ileana Ross Leighton's office uh, doing high fives and low fives, playing grab ass with each other. Here's Miramar. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, I think you're taking your audience's intelligence a little bit for granted here when you're talking about the impeachment and, and what's going on with Iraq. I'm taking their intelligence for granted? Yes, what do you mean by that? Well, I think that um, you're trying to lump together and say, well, if there's any kind of military involvement in Iraq, everybody's going to say it's to take away from the impeachment. Well, of course they're going to say that. But that's not the case, Neil. Yeah, of course they when they when they when they were threatening to do it two months ago they were talking about it was a diversionary tactic and the timing of it was suspect et cetera and so on and that's certain long before there was going to be any impeachment uh, vote in the house. Neil, the rea- yeah, but the reality of the whole thing. What is the reality of the whole? The thing? reality of the whole thing is that something's got to be done with Iraq. They've yeah. they've, they've stepped away from what the United Nations granted. Well, of course, something has to be okay. done. But you know as well as I do, if they start bombing him into the Stone Age, which I'm all in favor of, and they should have done a long time ago, and Bush should have finished him off for years ago. Absolutely. But if they start doing that tonight, you know these right-wing lunatics are going to say, see, we told you, this is all being done. They made it up. They and you know what? If that's, up. Neil, if that's the case, then those same people are going to have to get in front of their voters, and they're going to have to, next election, explain why, if, if this isn't the mandate of the people, you know, these people who are voting for impeachment, which... You know, everybody in the media likes to say this is not what they want, this is not what they want. These people... These well, what, elected, do these are, what do you mean everybody in the media likes to say that? What, what does that mean? Well, they're, what they're saying... Are the people in the media making up the number of uh, calls that are coming in and telegrams and emails? No, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. But so, what, so what does that mean? What that means is if, if this is not what the quote-unquote people want, yes. then these elected officials have to confront them in front of the next election. Right, but that's two years away. So what, what is two years in, 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 the, in the aspect of, of history and whether or not that this president who put his hand on the Bible and lied in front of the people who voted for him, lied to them, yeah. he doesn't deserve... Any t- I mean, if you did it, you would go to jail. He lied to them about what? About having an affair, about getting blowjobs from an intern? Neil, does it matter if you put your hand on the Bible? On the- oh, okay, and- listen, take your Bible and go sit on it, okay? He put his hand on the Bible. This guy, uh, they, where, where, where was that call? Was the, where was that call from? Hunger, from outer space, from Uranus, from your... Rectum. Where was that call from? I don't mean what city. I mean, like, but what planet was that from? What, what is he smoking? He put his hand on the Bible. This guy's all over the place. Who, does, does any, can anybody decipher what he just said? No. No, and that's why I can't deal with one more word of it, okay? I, you know, I, I think I'm having a conversation. I'm listening to what he's saying. I think I understand. Then all of a sudden, he's like all over the way. He put his hand on the Bible. Well, put your hand in your rectum, okay? And pray you don't have hemorrhoids. Maniac. Sound, it sounded like a little bit too Boy. Jewish to me. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but that must have been your friend David's uh, boyfriend, your uh, accountant. No, you can hear him squeezing his tits. They're at 433 over there, by the way, at the new location. So they're doing better over there at University in Broward? Yes. Well, they're afraid if they go in that pizza law plant, they're just going to come out and twist their arm and try to sell them some food they don't want. 
433 bucks. We got the uh, QAM van on the corner of University in Broward again at that shell station right next to Plantation Animal Hospital right across the street. I mean, that's great, but we're winding up. Uh, that's all right. If, we, if it was going to be really tense to get that 100 grand, which it looks like it's not, but if it was going to be nip and tuck, I'd be like psychotic saying, why are you wasting another whole day in the same place? They must have got some good crap over there the other day. That must be it. Maybe there's some good chicks that came by over there, and Chris wants to revisit the scene of the uh, slime, uh, crime. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. What do you call an eight-day blowjob? Okay, we have an open line and two, uh, two open lines. Yeah, I know. Okay, old line. Okay, happy harmonica. Okay, whatever it is. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Lady in Miami. Okay, she's gone. She'd be gone. Now, I think I did that. I think I just chopped you off, sweetheart. I put my finger in the wrong spot. Give it another try. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Maybe that's her again. WQAM. Talk to Neil. Oh, it's not her. Yes, go ahead. Oh, Neil. Picked you up cold because I thought it was that uh, oh nice lady God, coming back. Oh my God, this is unbelievable. Yeah, well, I have got all these other people waiting and they're not too happy about you. So say something good. Hey, how many white girls do you know named Clarice? Okay, we have an open line of date five six seven oh five sixty and pound five. That's tomorrow. We're doing the names again. Okay. And by the way, you know, speaking of strange names, I was watching Channel 7 briefly, I mean very briefly during the uh, channel surfing this morning. What kind of a name for a newscaster person is Spilkies Noray? Huh? What kind of a name is that? I get Spilkies just watching that thing for a few seconds at a time. Oh, let's go to Spilkies Noray now at the, uh, at the Hysteria Center. Okay. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil, what's happening? How you doing, sir? All right. Listen, I was just reading that article yesterday in the Herald. Did you get to catch it where it says uh, a lot of teams in the NHL are losing money? Yes, I, I talked about it yesterday. I had no response, of course. Oh, well, maybe I'm a little late. Or I didn't say that you. all the teams were losing money. It said there were a lot of them that are losing money. Well, what do you think the league is going to end up in a few years? In the toilet. Oh, that's terrible. Listen, Neil, I just got a quick request. If you can place uh, Dick's Dex for me. And I'd like to call somebody a douchebag. Yeah. Mike, from the Ultimate Textiles, you're still a douchebag. Dix Dex? Yeah. Or Dex Dix? Dex Dix, okay. <laughs> we have an open line in Dade, 5670560. It goes to show you where their mind is at in Dade County, okay? Dex Dix, that's what they're thinking about in Dade County. Here's a mobile in uh, Homestead. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Happy holidays. And back to you. Hey, I'm just calling and say you have a great show, and uh, my wife was going to talk a little while ago, but she did, she refused to because she's scared. She's right here. She's scared of what? I don't know. She's scared of her own shadow? Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, she's just nervous to talk to you. She wants to ask you something. Yeah. But I guess. Well, put her on there. Put her ass on there, okay? we got to get this thing, the show on the road here. Okay, hold on. Put her fat ass on there, and let's get with it. Hold Price on. is right. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you? Good. I like your show. Well, it's good. Funny. And see, I don't bite. <laughs> Not yet. I just trip out because you make fun of a lot of people, so yeah. I don't want you to make fun of me now. I wouldn't make fun of you in that accent. I wouldn't make fun of that. Well, maybe you can answer me a question that I've been on top of my husband trying to ask him. What's a yenta? You've been on top of your husband? <laughs> a yenta is a woman who gets on top of her husband and goes, bop, 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 like that. And have a great holiday, sweetheart, and get out of here. We have an open line in uh, Broward and two in Dade, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I get the feeling, by the way, I could be wrong, but I get the feeling that this audience isn't taking these matters very seriously here today. It puts the lotion in the basket. You know what? I could be wrong about that, but I get the feeling it puts the lotion in the basket. That these people just uh, haven't uh, discovered the magnitude of what we'd be talking about here today. Okay, Spilkies in the ray, my ass. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound 560 on the mobile one line. 
and that Maryland missile with the cat eyes. And you and you wonder why I sit here talking about America's crazier than a bed bug? Turn on a newscast. You got some woman. She's got like cat eyes on her, and she's hocking a china. Looks like she's got a goddamn like Sally left a vibrator, and she's got it stuck two feet up inside her rectum. Jesus God. I, I'm get I'm getting all wound up just thinking about that channel, your hysteria channel. And CNN ain't far behind, boy. Showdown with Iraq. They got this Ruben guy on here. Ba, 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 ba. He's been on there for like an hour already. Everything that happens, a rainstorm in Buffalo, yeah, no matter what it is, they got a big headline on there on CNN. They're like uh, psychotic. Making it into a big, major, blown-up event. Like Baghdad ought to be very soon. A major, big, blown-up. Like that thing we were, uh, that I got faxed last week. Remember that? Baghdad? What Baghdad? There you go. As they say at the uh, ball games, baby, it's in the bag, Dad. Here's a mobile in uh, Aventura. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you doing? Great. She said, great callers. Let me tell you today. Yeah, these people are going to be on national public radio. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, two things. First off, a guy with a butterfly net over here. <laughs> um, are you aware of the info commercial for the Bill Clinton watch every 10 seconds his nose grows? No. Have you seen this? No, I have not. Uh, it's, it's, it's hilarious, is number one. But that um, is true, though. On August 17th, when he came on national television, I, and I mentioned it the next day, he was doing that Pinocchio thing. His nose kept getting longer and longer. It's true. Longer and longer. Yeah. Um, and nose. They, 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 they sell for like twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. So, uh, you, know, you know where that's probably going. That's probably going to him, too. Um, second thing, um, we're, uh, we're debating of, of, of making a move between Plantation Palms and also up at uh, Acres. And we were curious what your uh, what your uh, what is, I don't even know what Plantation Palms is. Plantation Palms is off of Knob Hill Road. It's off of Knob Hill and like Cleary. Knob Hill and Cleary. Yeah. Well, you got a big Publix and a big Winn Dixie there. That's something. There's nothing else there, but you got they that. They have they have they have like an acre and a half of property each uh, on uh, on each of the uh, a little bit over an acre on each of the uh, yeah. on each of the lots that's, there. That's a good place to be because you're right close by 595 there. That's good. Right. You don't want to come out there too much in the acres. You'll be too close to me. Oh, really? Plus, we got a Denny's. You don't want to be out there. You're around the Acres? Yeah, I'm out in the Acres for a long time. You like it out there? I love it. So, yeah. like, so like I said, you like that other place a lot. <laughs> there we go. Okay, one more last thing. Yeah. So, what do you think about the, uh, you, know, you know how the, NF, the NHL does their officiating with their two-line crew up, in, up, up, up on the front Two referees, there? yeah. The referees. What do you think about the NFL doing the same thing almost, and then if they have to, they would have to go to replay? I think what the NFL ought to do is just eliminate the referees, okay? I thought all the officials just <laughs> get them off. The... No, seriously, because if they voted no for the playoffs, it goes to show you they don't take it seriously enough. Well, we'll wait till next year. We'll get it straightened out. We don't want to do it now. Okay, fine. So what they're basically saying to you is that the playoffs, the Super Bowl, it's not important enough to get it right. Let's just get it over with. That's what they're saying. Okay. So they're saying it's not important, and I agree with that. Three and a half till one at 560 WQM. Booster for Hank at two. Kimba from uh, six to seven o'clock. And the Panthers, the pregame at seven o'clock, then at 730, turn down the sound on your radio. It's the Panthers and Penguins on Sports Channel. The Neil Rogers Show, now on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's not just the one to two hour. It's a phenomenon. I want to give you a kiss. She was an intern for the president. Early on, she wasn't sure what it meant, but he would show her. Oh! She should show, she show her. He took her on a tour of the Oval Place. And when they were through, he held her by her face. And he said, no, 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 no. 
Almost as appropriate, huh? And it's by the Capital Two, no less. That kind of fits in tight. Well, it's the only goddamn thing I could find. Squirt, squirt. Okay, three minutes after one at five sixty WQM. All music, all day, all the hits, baby, for the holidays. Oh. Here's a, a call in the Grove. Hello. Hello, Nell. Yes. Neil, uh, uh, I tell you, these people in Washington, um, I don't know what, 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 what they have in their brains. You know, they look so much like the old They've people. They've got <laughs> their brains. Exactly. That's the problem. You know, they have, they have the same mentality as the old folks up here in Domino Park, you know? In fact, Domino Park, I yeah. mean, what's up? You know, haven't they ever got blown or blown somebody? What's wrong with that guy? Probably both, if you ask me. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever heard of this guy who stayed? Tomas, uh, yeah, I've, I've been here. Somebody called about him the other day, as a matter of fact. What's did, he hocking now? Did you hear what happened with him? No. Anyway, well, they said they took him off the air. Because they took him was, off uh, the air, Neil, because the guy said, yes, what's wrong with uh, having rights for the gays down here in Dade County? Right. Anyway, so he has, he has a radio station. Well, uh, they must have been impressed by those 80 banana boat people that showed up at the right. Well, Right. Wasn't that Saturday. embarrassing for these stupid assholes? Uh-huh. Anyway, so he has a TV show just like the one you had in uh, on uh, Whammy. Oh, a bad one, yeah. So they jacked him out of both places. Mm-hmm. How do you like that? Because he his opinion. Isn't that something? Unfreaking believable. Yeah. Well, you know, please, I think an way, man. Can you play two bits for me, please? Okay. Um, um, if you see K and... Um, now, are you, is that a bit or are you just spelling it? Yeah, okay. No, one more, Neil. Now, wait a minute. What was the other guy that I wanted to hear? Did I play that thing that, that uh, I did? Okay, go ahead. And what's the one? We lost Liberty or... No, um... Freedom's Dead. Freedom's Dead. Oh, Thanks, Freedom's George. Dead. Perfect. Excellent. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Well, I better play this box because I think he was good. And he said, if you should say, uh, tell her hi and uh, sort of blow it out of her etc. I had a chick named Kay. One day she flew away. Tijuana, where the moon is blue. The moon is blue. But with our right-wing censorship, 
There are words that mustn't slip To truly tell you how I feel For And the jerk, baby. They're jerking it in Washington. Sports, sports. Yep, they're doing it. Oh, yeah. i got to get a copy of uh, Mitch Ryder, Devil with the Blue Dress on. Absolutely, positively. they got to have it before. we got to have that for tomorrow, baby, if i got to go out and buy it myself and the uh, and the uh, song, too. Okay, here's a Tavernier. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Buenas to you. Buenas dias. Uh, listen, there's, there's absolute proof that they're, they're hypocritical. Last night uh, uh, when they were talking to that Shays, they asked him. Uh, Chris Shays, yeah, yeah, from he, Connecticut, yeah. who put on a charade for everybody last right. night. Yeah. He, he made a statement that, well, you know, I, I was against it, but if he, if he talks to me, I, you know, I might be swayed if, uh-huh. he, if he apologizes. And he got asked, if you don't have grounds for he, yeah. If you don't have grounds for impeachment, how's him coming out and admitting it yeah. going to change it? Right. You don't have legitimate grounds for yeah, impeachment. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. These are the people before that were saying he was playing semantical games, like right. it depends on what is, is, and was, which he was. But but now it's like if he says that he misled the people and or he lied, then he, he's got to use the word perjury, okay? Right. And then if he says perjury, then they'll say uh, he's got to use some other word. I mean, what the hell difference does it make? We all know what happened. We're all like adults. Even the not, kids are adults. He's not getting away with anything. If, if he did something wrong, he'll deal with it after the president. Right. And then I saw this guy outside. The At least they'll pay for the laundry bill anyway to clean that damn dress. <laughs> Have you ever seen this guy, Gary Bauer? Oh, is he a frightening troglodyte or what? He's not real. Woo. He's from another Troglodyte planet. with a swastika, baby. Yeah, isn't this guy Reed, the guy that uh, put him up to this? No, Ralph Reed is like, he's a small potatoes now. Oh, I mean, this is scary. You've got to look at this guy. I looked him in the eyes. There's marbles there. Even there's Papa Bauer is nervous about him. It's scary. Okay, Paul. Well, Neil, have a happy holiday. See you with a little passaporto. Okay. Okay. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Boy, I like this song, you know, a lot. The Joe Jeffrey Group, how are they doing? Anybody heard from them lately? No. They'll be back. Won't they be back? No. Come on already. Jesus, it's only a four-hour show. I woke up this morning, baby. Christ. I Listen, I went through all the trouble to dig into these old CDs. I might as well, you know, put a few seconds on there, something that I like. Can't find the uh, devil with the blue dress on. That's Monica Lewinsky. Make no mistake about it. She is the devil with the blue dress on. The horned devil. Didn't they say the devil was horny? That's what they said. And I bet you under those 600 pounds of cellulite, I bet you she's got horns somewhere, okay? Monica Lewinsky, the bitch that brought that she brought the uh, president down. That fucking bitch. In more ways than one. Miserable, miserable Jap. <laughs>
That's what they ought to say. They ought to get the whole Congress in there, get the president. They ought to put him up on that little podium, you know, bring him there in shackles and chains and have him, like, uh, you know, crying and uh, wailing like Jimmy Swaggart. And the whole uh, Congress can just sing that. The Knickerbocker's doing that. Get out of here already. Spitting Beatles routine. I like that. That was another medley of their smash, another one-hit group. 1960, uh, what, four? Huh? Three, four, something like that. Okay, where are we going? Here's a mobile in North Miami Beach. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Great. I uh, bought one of your CDs first off. Thank you. It was an excellent CD. Thank you. I love those parodies. It was yeah. excellent. Well, you're welcome. Um, you know, what's going on with these Republicans? What I'm trying to want to figure out is logically, what are they trying to accomplish with all this? When in doubt, they want him out. They want him out. If it's the last thing they do. And now, I think this last election, instead of teaching them a lesson, what it did was make them even angrier and more furious. And now they're determined that as long as they got this last month that they can do their dirty damage, now they're going to uh, do their damnedest to get him out. What or, they, or at least we, drag him through another major ordeal. So what are they trying to, what are they counting on? That we have such short memories that we won't remember any of hey, That's years? exactly right. Um, this is sad. This is a sad situation. You know, Mayor Dinkins, New York City's mayor, made a great comment on uh, Geraldo the other day, on uh, Geraldo Rivera show. He said if, if Clinton would have been stopped doing 55 in a 50-mile-an-hour, you know, uh, right. heat trap, right. he would have said, no, I was only doing 49. Yeah, that, yeah, I saw that. Would we have tried to impeach him? The Republicans would have. Uh -huh. You bet. He was lying. That's right. Lying I mean, under oath. Is it the whole uh, purpose of this wonderful moral? You know, and I, I love the, uh, I love the, uh, the group of people who's doing all this too. You know, uh -huh. this is such a, a wonderful, strong moral Pius, representative. That's right. That's right. Who never stole a freight train? They only screwed around a lot. Okay, listen, pal. Good luck to you. Get a new phone. Okay, we have an open line at Broward five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the uh, AT and T wireless line. Oh, boy. Thank God we got that hockey game tonight. Are we whipped up into a frenzy about that? No. I know I'm sure. Well, we got Mike Lang is here with those Pittsburgh Penguins. How you doing, Mike? Saw that game last night. Pretty coma-inducing. They just luckily blew a 2-0 lead against the Tampa ball team, against the horrendous against the girls team. <sighs> Snooze-inducing. Snooze-inducing. Marty Straka looked great last night. Oh! And uh, Alexei Morozov, he looked pretty good. Other than that. And Robert Lang, he got a nice goal there. And then they blew it, and they had to go into overtime, and Kevin Hatcher got a greasy goal there, and they pulled it out against Tampa 3-2, to two, the Penguins, who had 11,000-some-odd there in the Civic Arena last night, even though they got that $20 million loan from the foreign bank, and they can just uh, squeak out their payroll. You mark my words. I'm telling you, I'm the one that told you about the right-wing uh, bloodless coup takeover. You laughed at me. You thought I was exaggerating. I was whipping up in a frenzy. I told you that years ago, and here we are on the eve of it. We're on the precipice of it right now. And I also told you about sports about five years ago, about how they were shooting themselves in the feet, and they were going to destroy everything that they build up with these crazy salaries and with their goddamn greed. And sure enough, here we are. 
playing games up there in Carolina with a pretty good team, by the way. They won again last night with a shutout, 3 nothing over Edmonton. Pretty good team, those Hurricanes, playing in front of like 1,500, 600, 900 people a game. Nice going, Gary Bettman, you jackass. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Great. I want to get your opinion on something less serious than the Clinton scandal. It's probably just as comical. Yeah. The whole thing with Ewing and Morn and crime, how they mismanaged their money, how they how their agents did this, how they're overspending. Yeah. I can't stand it. I hope the NBA never comes back. And I love basketball. I'm going to tell you, after we finish our Center One campaign, I'm going to take up a, a, a fundraiser for Alonzo. The hell, I, I like hell with Zoe. The hell with Zoe. Yeah. He's a, he, and I don't, not only that, but now he's got to, they got to start with this racist bullcrap again. Oh, well, it's right. 90% of the goddamn players in the league are black. They're all overpaid millionaires, okay? But it's a racial thing because the owners are saying enough crap already. But don't, don't they always use the race card when they need to? Every single time. In and, fact, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Johnny Cochran gets uh, back into this. Oh, I can't stand that asshole. Yeah. But I had to hear Larry King elope. <laughs> With Ross Piro is the best man. But I just find it ridiculous how morning's bitching. He should be lucky he's not he's not a regular guy working for thirty thousand dollars delivering. He, no, he no he should kiss the ground that he's not the, the one saying fries with that. You know, at McDonald's when you go through the drive-through, that's what he should be doing. And what about Ewing? What about Ewing? Yeah, what about him? I think he's going to be spending the whole summer at the New York uh, Museum of Natural History. Did, did you hear what Kobe Bryant couldn't the do? The missing he, link. He couldn't he couldn't eat lobster because he has to watch his his his, his money. Now. Exactly. He's only making 18 million a year, this big schmo, and he's uh, got to watch his budget. I can't stand it. I hope the whole season's. I hope, I hope they never come Let's back. Let's go out and stand on the street corners with a cup, okay? But let me tell you something, Neil. Yeah. Do you know what, though? The same thing's going to happen with baseball. The same thing. What do you mean, going to happen? It's already. They, they killed it. When they did the Kevin Brown deal the other day, that was the end of baseball. That was that was the end. I think the end happened in 96 when they gave. Uh, I mean, 91 was it when Albert Bell signed that one deal for $8 million a year, remember, yeah. like, with the White Sox? Right. That's when it all started. Albert Bell, that, that disgusting man. Obnoxious uh, crap disturber, right? They Hated by all. Guy, they're going to give that guy $8 million. What's Kevin Brown worth? He's actually a good citizen, and he busts his ass playing. Yeah. If anyone deserves the money, it's Brown, but no one deserves $15 million. You know, Hank, the, Hank made a good point. Kevin Brown made $3 million two years ago in this town. He's won 20 games once in his career. He won zero games in the World Series last year against the Yankees. He's worth $15 million a year for a guy that plays every four or five days. Oh, I, I disagree, but if anyone's going to get it, even though Kevin Brown never won. Sir, let me tell you, they're all going to get it, okay? You know where they're going to get it? Right in the old rectum. Trust me, and that's going to be Then we can dance. We can have a party. And What's going to happen and, with sports, Neil? Uh, huh? What's going to happen with sports? We'll, we'll find something else to do, like orgies, something like that. Something more entertaining. And like I started to say about that game last night, Pittsburgh and the Tampa Bay, I mean, snooze-inducing. No wonder those people stayed home. I mean, comatose, coma-inducing. Very, very weak. Overpaid jocks, very, very bad entertainment most of the time, and we're supposed to pay big bucks and pretend that we're really enthused. That's why they keep got to keep playing goddamn Gary Glitter over and over again, because uh, if it just depended on what we're actually seeing out there for the price that we're paying and the overpriced food, most of it could put you into a long Rip Van Winkle, okay? Yeah, here we go. Oh, give it a rest already. Kill it. Shoot it. Thank you. God. We have an open line at Broward, 567. How are we doing on that thing, by the way? 93. Well, there you go. It's slow but sure. We're not going to do like two grand today, but we'll do close to a thousand bucks, I bet. Which, by the way, that amount puts us, uh, what did I do with that thing? Yeah, that puts us well over 98 grand. And we're talking about actual monies in hand. This doesn't count like yesterday, today, and uh, Monday at uh, Borders. 
and whatever else coming on the internet, neilrogers.com, and uh, direct uh, mail orders from uh, Center One Five. Uh, what is it? Five six three thirty six hundred nine five four five six three thirty six hundred. So put that all together, we're going to go way over a hundred grand. Oh! So I thank you profusely for really getting off your ass and doing it here with the best of Neil stuff. No Phil Henry stuff, no Rick and Sud stuff, no best of uh, Geldy stuff. And somehow all by ourselves here, George, we managed to put this stuff together to get this thing on the road and to uh, force some momentum here, and we'll raise over a hundred grand. So where those, uh, where's he at? Where's who at? Chris? I don't know. Corner University and Broward Boulevard there in the Shell Station. Hey, look, don't start pushing, okay? Enough is enough. Well, he don't get pushy, enough. Chris. What? Oh, I guess he didn't hear about Tracy doing more than one job here. Oh, I'm sorry. Where are we going? Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Miami. Buenos dias. Arrivederci. Up your ass. Okay, we have an open line of date. 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Thanks for waiting in Miami, by the way. I guess it was time for the domino game, huh? Uh-huh. Here's a mobile in Fort Myers. Hello. Yeah, hi. This is Scott. Yes, Scott. Uh, I'm not sure which uh, top. I agree with you completely on your uh, sports ideas. Uh, baseball is already dead. Yeah. And uh, basketball, they they are they're in deep trouble. They're in deep trouble. Uh, yes, but you better they are. But but as far as uh, uh, Monica being a devil in a blue dress, I'm no Lewinsky fan. But uh, I mean, how can you say that and not blame? Clinton, at least a little bit. Uh, he was there, too. He Blame was, him for uh, what? She went, she went there with it. She bragged it's on the tapes. Haven't you heard the tapes? Haven't you read the transcripts that she went there with her presidential knee pads and she dressed provocatively, knowing that he was a real womanizer? And she went, there to, she went there to work no? her way up on her knees? Yeah, right. He didn't want to well, say no. He li- he, and he's, he mar- he's married to no. an ice princess. He's married to a frigid bitch, okay? He wants to get those locks off. Now, what, there what's I wrong with a president that wants to get off now, huh? I'm not a fan of Hillary. Well, there you go. They, have, they, haven't, they haven't had sex in 14 years, and you wonder why this guy's horny all the time? Well, then be a little more discreet about it, man. Don't be doing it in the Oval Office. No, he thing. thought it was the Oral Office. Get a hotel room. He's from yeah. Arkansas. He don't know how to spell it. Okay, pal, have a great life. Get a hotel room. He don't have time. He's busy. He's the president, okay? He's got the Secret Service following him around. He's got Betty Curry out there going bat, 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 like that. He don't have time. He wants a quickie, okay? Anybody out there ever get a quickie? Uh-huh. There you go. And like I said before, nobody wants to fess up to this. If it wouldn't have been for that goddamn stain on the dress and the DNA evidence, there would have been none of this. That's the only thing they had. They could talk all they want. They could have 20 million pages of reports and bullcrap. If they didn't have the dress, there would be no mess. That's right. Two open lines in Dade County, which really pains me tremendously to see the fact that you people in Dade don't give a crap that your government's on the verge of being toppled here because Ileana Ross Leighton's got you by the short hairs and you're all brainwashed. And you think that you think that uh, she's not screwing around, huh? I'll guarantee you there might be somebody out there that might touch her. I probably don't know who they are, but there might be somebody out there that would think about diddling her. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Ileana Gross Leighton and E. Clay Shaw. Don't lie to us anymore, okay? You don't want to hear from your constituents. You're owned lock, stock, and barrel by a bunch of, bunch of right wing lunatics. So quit lying to us. Why don't you just tell us? Tell us that we took over, that we just had. Well, in fact, they ought to buy airtime. Nine o'clock tonight, all the networks. It's been a bloodless coup. Guess what? It's all over. No longer the land of the free and the home of the grave. It's a, uh, whatever, Deutschland über alles. And cut the, cut the bullcrap, cut the acting. 126 at 560 WQM. Suck it in and hold it. Boy. 
got my pass. Police got my pass. Police got my pass. Oh, yes, and I had quite a lot. Police got my pass. Police got my pass. But that's all right with me, because it was sprayed with Paraguay. Incredible. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas while they're smoking all of my pot. All right. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. What? I want to wish them a Merry Christmas while they're smoking all of my pot. Police got my butt. Oh, God. Police got my butt. Police got my pot. They confiscated all I got. Police got my pot. Police got my pot. Police got my pot. They busted me in a parking lot. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. You turn. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas. I want to wish them a Merry Christmas while they're smoking all of my pot. Here you go. This one fits in like a rubber glove, baby. It's Johnny Otis Show. Flip Roy, the hand job guy. Oh! Cool little chick named Rockin' Billy. Oh! He can walk and stroll in Susie Q. And do that crazy hand giant too. There you go. 133 at 560 WQM. Yeah, couldn't they find a room like at the uh, Motel 6? Couldn't uh, old Tom Bodette could have taken care of them? There you go. Uh huh. We have an open line in Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's uh, Tamarack. Hello. Today's my birthday. Yeah. And I was talking with Wayne uh, last Sunday. You what? I was talking with Wayne last Sunday. I can't hear you. What I was talking with Wayne. You were doing Wayne? Yes, I was doing Wayne last Sunday. I said what a great halftime show he had. Yeah. He said, yeah, the show was good, but what was between it wasn't worth a shot. Yeah. And that's what he thought about the Okay, game. thank you. And I take away the happy birthday. Take that away. We have an open line at day one at Broward. Five, six, I'm not sure who that was. That was one of the... Uh, I think it was the fag bag guy. Oh, no. Oh, no. That guy? Well, I'll see him at the game tonight, and I'm going to tell him to cut the crap. Okay, I don't think that was him. No, this guy was even worse than him. Open line in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. If you move quickly now, National Public Radio wants your input, your output. They want to hear the uh, brilliant things that this audience has to say <laughs> about being on the verge of losing democracy, okay, of losing all of our freedoms and being taken over by a cabal of right-wing lunatics, okay? Anybody concerned about that? No. Thank God. Let's get down to the important stuff, okay? Let's not worry. Let's not worry about silly little frivolous stuff. We'll get by this. It puts the lotion in the basket. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Great. I'm a little weary about making this phone call, but I, I got pissed off enough to make it anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I know your stance on Christianity. I've listened to you for years. Okay? And I'm a born-again Christian. What do you mean Christian. Christianity? What about well, well, all well, religion in general? I don't well, just pick yeah. on Christians, right, right. although it's an easy target, yes. But let me make a point as a born-again Christian who yeah. graduated from a local Bible college. Uh-huh. Okay. I was told when I was in Bible college, how can you say you're a Christian and be a Democrat? And my answer to that was, 
I'd rather vote for a party that gives a crap about people than a party that, just like they're doing now. Well, well what does that mean? How can you be a Christian? I, I and be a what, what does that mean? That, because Rush Limbaugh has taken over Christianity by the oh. most part. Every mm -hmm. Christian I know listens to him. You think it was God speaking to Moses on the mountain. So in other words, there is no more uh, Republican Party. It's just a religion. Uh, or is uh, it the other way around? There is no more Christianity. It's just a uh, it's just politics. I guess. Uh -huh. but, uh, where does that come in? How, it came Christian... in with Pat Robertson and Jerry Falwell and all these other people who are nothing but Republicans using religion to raise a lot of money, sneaking the money in the back door to prop up their candidates who will uh, you know further their programs, their pogroms, and uh, do their thing on a board and fags and whatever whatever the agenda is that's what it's all about the christian coalition is a bunch of crap right, of course. christians should be individuals who vote individually yeah individually and i look at all the hypocrites well you know there. something when you look at this last election evidently they are because a lot of those born-again fanatic candidates all took it right up the old uh oh, rectum that's right well look at the hypocrites that are pointing the finger at clinton yeah and who sent monica Lewinsky to be there to begin with you look at the guy who the uh the uh uh, not Henry Hyde, uh, Star. Okay, yeah. conflict of interest between his law office and and Paula Jones' right, law office. Right. You look at all the bullcraps that's going on, and they and they just glossed that over, just like they glossed all the leaks over, just like they glossed the illegal taping by uh, Linda yeah. Tripp. All of this stuff that media just glosses over. We hear a little bit about it every few weeks, and then it just goes into the background, into the woodwork, and we keep putting the spotlight on again. He didn't use the right word. He pissed them off. He didn't say perjury. He didn't say this. And, and we just and they talk about him playing the semantical games. They're all playing semantical games with the future of the goddamn government and the world. And in the meantime, we got this lunatic over there uh, building all kinds of uh, chemical and uh, nuclear weapons over there in Baghdad, and we're sitting here talking about blowjobs. Listen to this. They're, they're hypocrites. Thank God there's no blowjobs at those Christian schools, by the way. Every well, yeah, there are. <laughs> no, uh, every one of them. There's no facts in, in the church. Right. Every one of them up there, almost every one of them that's, that's ready to impeach is a hypocrite. Almost every one of them. Yeah. And let me Except tell you one let me tell you one thing. Yeah. What they're doing, that they call themselves Christians, okay? They're contradicting the Bible to begin with. And all I have to do is look at Romans. You know, you got your Bible there. Look for it. Romans right, chapter pass. 13. Yeah. And it's on politics. And we're not supposed to be involved in I politics. I know my Romans, man. We're not supposed to be involved in politics. Romans chapter 13. Yeah. And it, this is a bunch of crap. It makes me sick to my stomach. Uh -huh. It really does. I believe you. And uh, you know what? Wait until wait two years from now. It'll be all, all Democrat. Get every one of them pieces of crap out of oh, there. Oh, it's going to be overwhelming. It'll be a landslide. No matter what happens, even if they wind up getting him out of office, they will guarantee Gore will be in there for eight years, and you're going to have an overwhelmingly uh, Democratic Congress. And like you, the guy said before, maybe it's uh, a blessing in disguise. And I was leaning towards what you were saying about Bush and Texas, yeah. uh, George Bush, and forget it. He, he's blown it. Well, since all the rest of us are going to go to hell anyway, we might as well forget about him. Okay, God bless you, sir. Okay, 22 before 2. That's right. There's no blowjobs in those uh, religionists. There's no uh, facts that's in right. the church. Like Jim Baker, he'll tell you. My wiener doesn't whistle. Every good Christian knows a game to play. It's not so very hard to do. The name of the game is the Bible says If you interpret it the way we do Tell people you know the way Invite them to your house Take their possessions away And then you burn it down You can get somebody to believe anything If you make the Bible say it's true no matter what you do, you can be guilt-free. The Lord will always forgive.
if you picked up a poisonous snake, wave it all around. Okay. Find the poison clinic and shoot a doctor down. Everybody, play along with me, okay? Beat the crap out of your kid Or do the rot of me down Go on a pilgrimage And pass the kool-aid around Fight off the chicken bed To make a sacrifice Yeah, not too many years ago it was, you know, Richard Vickery and Jerry Falwell in the moral majority and the oral majority and then Pat Robertson and they used all of these tax-exempt funds that they're getting because it's under the name of religion and it's got nothing to do with religion. It's got nothing to do with Christianity. It's got to do with politics, okay? It's got to do with an agenda, the right-wing agenda. And now all of a sudden, uh, like overnight, they, you know, they had, a, they had a foothold in there and then it kept getting stronger and stronger. We woke up one day and voila, they take it over entirely one of the two major parties in this country. A total takeover. That was the first bloodless coup, was the takeover of the Republican Party by the right-wing fanatical elements, and they've got them all by the short hairs. Maybe they got naked pictures of all these guys. Is it possible? Uh-huh. So Joe Lockhart's up there holding a press conference in the White House, the new press secretary, and they, and they said, is it, uh, is it true that the president is saying uh, in private things? That, uh, no. Is what he said. Well, did he say? No. And they said no. They, uh, no, seriously, he needs uh, Larry King to do the drop-in. No. Here's uh, Pompano. Hello. Great show, Neil. Yes, it is. Uh, your comments are just so right on. You are the true definition of a great American. Neil, God! Hey, um, I was listening to NPR on the way in the work. Oh, you're the one, yeah? Yeah, I'm the one, right? And a lot of folks, um, particularly men for some reason, not yeah. a lot, but a few, are calling up and they're using this, well, what do we tell our children excuse? Tell our children to mind um, their own business. These are the same people who tell their children that if they're not good all year round, Santa Claus ain't going to bring them nothing for Yeah, Christmas. and stick the tooth under the pillow because the tooth right, fairy, exactly. the only good fairy is the tooth fairy, right. I mean, that's just, you know, these people, they lie to their children yeah. all the time, mm -hmm. and they want to know what to tell their children. All of a sudden, America is so uptight about lying. I mean, most people lie about their sex lives, and most people lie about a lot of things, and if it isn't something that harms anybody, who the hell cares? Or, or the secretary. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, if he would have abused uh, Monica Lewinsky, if he would have forced himself on her that's one thing if uh, uh, paula jones indeed would have been denied a job or advancement because of a uh, sexual harassment which is totally bogus all she did was not get flowers on secretary's day one day but other than that uh, so what are we talking about here well that, that's why i say your comments are so right on yes they are and, and one thing real quickly um governor grant um sorry, former governor now senator graham senator bubblehead yeah he will be one of the few democrats to vote for impeachment you think so i know i know but, senator bird that sanctimonious and, old and part i know he's going to vote for it and here's the reason why i say that i i sent him a letter and and i got back some a form letter yeah. from him basically saying you know i'm going to vote to impeach the guy and i couldn't understand why he's one of the few democrats that that is not supporting clinton mm -hmm. Now, remember back in 92 when Clinton ran for president, he had his vice presidential choice narrowed down to two people. Right. Mm -hmm. One was Al Gore. Guess who the other one was? Bobby Graham, right. Payback and, and, he, and he sure as hell made the right choice, I'll yes, tell you that. Yes, he did. Well, now Graham's going to pay him back for that little choice. It won't, it won't even be a contest, I'm telling you right now. Oh, it won't even be close. No, it won't. It they won't. need two-thirds. They need 67 votes. They haven't got a Chinaman's chance in hell of getting 67 votes. And I don't care what, uh, what's his name from Connecticut, Joe Lieberman says, they haven't got any chance of getting that. Well, 
I, I think the guy from Princeton who addressed the committee hit the com hit it hit the nail on the head when he said to Henry Hyde, "History will hunt you down." Right. Exactly. Have a great day. Now. And back to you. History will hunt him down, and the guy in Weston's going to hunt him down too. The one at whose marriage that he broke up. Yes. Eight sixty three and deader than a doornail. Oh, there's that doornail thing. Sorry. Older than a doornail. Okay, 863 bucks for Center One today, and they're still over there in the corner University and Brock. We need another 137 bucks in the next uh, 12 minutes to get to 1,000. Are we going to do that? Just no. But in the meantime, the 863 puts us over the $98,000 mark. So tomorrow on this show, I have a feeling very strongly, if we can uh, crawl our way along here today and get a couple hundred more over there today, I got a feeling tomorrow that no matter where we go, for sure we're going to go over 100,000 right on here in the middle of the show tomorrow. Oh! There you go. Show those goddamn right-wingers and that asshole Buddy Nevins a thing or two that we can raise some serious money right here on this show for a worthwhile cause. And we don't need to have no statues or monuments or anybody kiss our ass in exchange for it, like Wayne Hypinga. He's an asshole. Here's Miami. Hello. Wayne Hypinga. Yes, sir. Speak to me. Are you speaking? Oh, that's it. That was his thing, Wayne Hypinga. Oh, that was Wayne Hypinga? Here's a lady in uh, Hollywood. Hello. Hi. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Leah. How are you? Great. Uh, I'm so glad you are uh, speaking out for this uh, event, you know. Thank God for me, that's right. Yeah, sure. I'm the voice of reason and sanity I, in this otherwise insane country. I'm so upset when I watch the television. <laughs> Can you believe it? Can you believe this crap? I couldn't believe it. And you say when Henry Hyde was doing a fair conduction about the hearing, he, when, uh, you know, he won't even let people answer. You know, when they ask, ask all those, these uh, people who represent the uh, president, that question and he won't even allow them to answer okay. only the republican yeah and and who is henry high there to judge uh saying you know clinton is he's right. a big fat hypocrite or two I mean, henry Hyde is right. a big I mean, fat philanthropic hypocrite that lied to the woman said he wasn't married so he messed up his own goddamn marriage screwed up this other poor guy's marriage and he's a phony below and then, right. then lied about and that he, by saying he was just a young guy showing his oath he was 41 years old which ain't no young teenager right. he was a 41 year old full adult who knew damn well what he was doing he's a goddamn liar and, and a hypocrite and a phony and he's sitting up there passing judgment and also lying and passing himself off as this great diplomat like yeah right there's no partisan politics involved. <laughs> Who the hell are you kidding, you Nazi bastard? Anyway. Well, hey, listen, you got to get out of your system because... It puts the lotion in the basket. 10 before 2 at 560 WQAM. <laughs> oh, oh, thank God for that. By the way, tell Joel uh, that might be from the Silence of the Lambs. I, I'll never get over that. I'm, I'm not sure which has got me more distraught, not knowing that that asshole is Andy at the hockey game or that, that Joel called Dr. Uh, Frankenstein to tell us, to announce to us, uh, oh, it's Joel. I'm telling you, man, just a couple of weeks in Tampa will fry your brain and you're living proof. 